0: You understand it. it's a mystery. We speak the wisdom, speak of, the of, the wisdom God of God in the mystery. It is, is a mystery because it is given
1: unto you. We to know the mystery Mystery, even a mystery, hit from ages
2: through history. Generations, but now is made manifest to his saints, the nation,
3: victory. You're listening to listening to mysteries. Of the
4: Bible, of radio.
5: Now, since mysteries of the Bible has been on the air, uh, our main goal was to explain establish truth according to God Welcome to another episode of Mysteries of the Bible where the truth is told I am your host Mr. Powers and I would like to introduce my co-host
1: St. James how are you doing this evening Mr. Powers sir
5: Oh I'm, I'm, I'm doing great how about yourself uh, St. James how are you doing
1: I'm doing great, sir. It's always, always a pleasure. <laughs> always a pleasure, sir. I'm doing great. Thank you, sir. It's always a pleasure to, um, get an opportunity again to, to, to teach the, the word of our Lord, King, Savior, Jesus Christ, as we have been taught by the Holy Ghost so to come for the Holy Apostle and to of and to spend the evening discussing these these crazy things that are happening in the world around us right now, sir. So.
5: Absolutely. One of the things that, um, and that's very well said, uh, St. James, one of the things the scriptures tell you is that one of the greatest gifts is the gift of prophesying. So, um, okay. to have the opportunity to show the, you know, teach the word and show the world that the truth is here and nowhere else because we have been taught by Jesus Christ through his messenger, the comforter. The Gospel Comforter, Holy Apostle and Chief High Priest of the Docket, which is the prophet of God the Father, which is the one that brought all things back into our remembrance that was in the scriptures for us to remember. Um, and that gives us honor and, um, and a righteous pride, um, St. James to be able to teach this word and to enlighten the world and to let them know what's coming, what's going on. You know, these chain of events you see happening, everything you see happening right now, we're in, um, we're in July of 2022. Um, We've been teaching for a good two years right now. Um, And if you go back and you listen to the classes, a lot of the stuff that we've been telling you, it's starting to happen. It is starting to happen. It is starting to come into play, just like we had told you it would. And we're going to speak about these things because now um, there's a big turning point that's getting ready to happen. Um, And it seems like the next phase is moving in. um, And it's going to get real, it's going to get real bad. Um, Before it gets good, it's going to get real bad. Um, and is this something that believers and people that's listening um have to worry about? Well, in a sense, yes. So that can be twofold of St. Right. James. And you can come in whenever you want, definitely. Um it's 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 twofold. Um we have to think about these things because if you're a believer and you're in the truth, as long as you're you're doing what you're supposed to do, because God has chosen you. That's John chapter fifteen, verse sixteen. You needn't choose Christ. Christ chose you. So he gave you the ability and the opportunity to come to the truth So you can make your calling And your election sure short So you can be one of the chosen That decision is yours You have that will But he chose you He chose you so you can make it So as long as you're in the truth You're studying You're praying You're doing all the things That God requires for you to do It's just a matter of waiting For everything to come past. Um And if the ones that's listening out there God is calling you God is calling you He's giving you that opportunity To hear what's happening To see what's happening And to believe his word Um, He's giving you that opportunity to be saved. So God speaks one, he speaks two times, he speaks three times, and man does not perceive it. So you gotta take heed to the things that are being told to you because this is for your benefit. Now if you don't believe, nevertheless, um, the word of God is still gonna be fulfilled, St. James, because whether you believe or whether you don't believe, prophecy will be fulfilled in you, as a non-believer or as a believer. And if you're a non-believer, when things start to happen and things start to go bad, which we start to see it go bad, then You're going to be in some serious trouble, St. James.
1: Yeah, exactly, sir. And then, you know, it's one thing, too, we want to make explicitly clear as well is that um, yeah, if the only way to make it out of here is 100 percent through our Lord, King and Savior, Jesus Christ. That's right. But we uh, you can't say but behind that. You know, we have to also make it clear is that, you know, we are going to make it. We are the ones we know what it is that we have to do to make it. But we also understand that we are going to make it through tribulation. And that tribulation right. is going to be experienced. So there are things that are going to happen that we, by being in fleshly bodies in this time, there are things that we most absolutely are going to experience. And the best way for us to uh, prepare for them is one: understand, believe, know that they are happening, um, and you know, continue to increase our faith because that's what's going to come down to when. Like, What's so amazing from the information that we have been taught, you look at the history and look at what our forefathers and foremothers have been through and the things that they actually experienced. Like, this is, these are, this is actual history in the word of God. So, like, when the exodus out of Egypt, like, do you, like, you gotta really think about, it. do you know what it means? Do you know what it, do you know what it feels like to, to, to be that hungry? Well, some of us do. Um, but, how long ago was that? Do you know what know it feels like not to have any water for days on end and to be looking at a desert? I mean, this is what this is that type of faith that we need to have and know that that deliverance is coming through our Lord, King, and Savior Jesus Christ. But that tribulation is 100 percent going to be felt, though.
5: Yeah, absolutely. And I'm glad you mentioned that uh concerning um food and and water, because these are the things that we're going to be talking about as well. We're actually going to show you that in the scripture. We're going to show you how we're actually in. The, you're going to read about stuff. I'm, getting, I'm starting to get excited. See, if you're going to read about stuff that wasn't written till thousands of years ago, but when you right. hear that, how we're we going to go into these scriptures, you're going to think that somebody wrote it today. You're going to be like, ain't no way this was written in the Bible. Yes, it's going to be that clear. If it be God's will. Um, if the Lord uses us as his vessel to be able to bring that information because we have been taught. Again, it's so clear you're going to, you're going to read about things. You want to read about food shortages? Guess what? We told you that was coming. It, it's, it has arrived and it's only going to get worse. And we're actually going to show you that in the Bible, we're going to show you that in the Scriptures that that was coming, and it's going to come back, and it's going to go, it's going to kill a lot of people. That's in the Bible. That's in the Scriptures. Mm-hmm. It's going to kill a lot of people. And what you see with all these things that's happening, like these food shortages, um, the Lord is causing, causing this famine to happen. These demons, these rulers of the darkness of this world, which we're going to talk about today, um, a lot. These guys, they know that God is causing a famine. They know that. They know that the, that God is causing the crops to be destroyed they know that god is causing a drought and you need, you need water to be able to plant certain food to be able to grow certain they know that the lord is doing that so what are they doing they are taking the food for themselves <laughs> we, we talked about that before mm-hmm. they're taking the food for themselves and they're they, they starting to ban certain things you, you, you start hearing them speak well in the next few years you won't be able to eat meat you're going to be eating bugs <laughs> okay, really? okay so so what's going to happen with the meat You guys are going to take the meat You're going to take the meat for yourself And you're going to starve out the populations of this earth Because your goal and your plan is to decrease the population That is in the word of God That this is what you're going to plan to do This is why God has to shorten the time Because if God doesn't shorten the time And expedite everything that's happening You will fulfill that goal And eliminate over 90% of the world's population This is what the scripture tells us The scriptures tell you that No flesh shall be saved If God Mm -hmm. does not shorten time And we're in the time where we're seeing those plans Being manifested When you're hearing about food shortages Okay, they told you From this time last year That food has gone up 30%, 40% In certain parts of the world 200%, 1000% You got Mm -hmm. places like Sri Lanka Completely broke No money Nothing, no food Nothing Government completely toppled. Done. And you see their president get on the plane fling. <laughs> and you see people going into his mansion, into his backyard, jumping in his pool. He, he's out. People don't have no food. Um, Things that we spoke about in Shanghai, China. Those, These was all tests. These lockdowns and how they're going to get you. They're going to starve you out. All that is coming. It's already here. Okay. And they're especially, which is key, uh, St. James... They're especially doing it to America. The question is, why America? Of course, the whole world. But why especially America? What is it about America that they want to bring down? Why do they want to destroy America more than any other place to fulfill their goals, to fulfill their plans? We're going to talk about that. You see, the, you see the gas prices going up. And the prophet of God the Father told us that it's going to get to a point where gas is $10, $11 a gallon. We already started seeing that in certain places. Right.
1: Yeah, I was say, if you're listening from California, you already, you've already been seeing that. $10 exactly. for gas, for a gallon of gas.
5: Exactly. I mean, they want to get people out of using gas, with gas uh, in cars. They want to start getting they start pushing electric cars. Well, guess, but wait a minute. If you, if you've been paying attention, St. James, and you go back and you, somebody that knows history, you remember history, going back 20 somewhat years, you have people trying to push electric cars. They, 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 they shot that down. Cause it wasn't time yet. Okay. They had documentaries like, uh, who have killed my electric car and they people was, was getting destroyed over trying to push that element because it wasn't time. Now they want everybody to get into electric cars and they try to talk about it's good for, for the atmosphere. No, they want to yeah. be able to control you. So <laughs> so if you don't have the mark of the beast, I mean, if you take the mark of the beast, or if you don't want it, you got to go into the system. Either way, they, they can shut you down. They could cause your car to crash because now everything's become becoming part of what's known as IoT. If you know anything about the tech world, St. James, which is right. the Internet of Things. Okay. Yeah. And this is how they want to build. I'm going to let you come in. This is how they want to build these smart cities. Um these smart apartments. Everything is about what? AI, automation. Link everything to one, to one source. A higher mind. Whether it's the cars, yourself, everything. So they can shut you down when the time comes. You don't want to be part of the plan, you don't want to worship Satan? Because they don't want to come out and tell the world that they worship Satan. They wanna be worshiped. You don't follow with that plan, they're gonna shut you out.
1: Saint James. Yes, so yeah, no thought. Uh, thank you, Mr. Powers. Um, it, it, it's, it just goes right back to how everything is done to map directly back to their agenda, right? And everything is being done and being put out there for a reason. So, like, yeah, you, you hear the push for electric cars, you hear the push on global warming, right? You can clearly see. And we know, according to prophecy, that things are bad with the environment because it tells you that these are, these individuals are going to destroy the earth. Like that's, that's what we know. That's Bible prophecy. That's right. That's right. Um, But they're not saving it with electric cars because what they don't tell you with the electric cars is that all the lithium, all the, all the metals and rare earth metals that are needed to actually produce the battery for these cars. And as they start to actually um, need to have a big enough battery to go longer distances, to go 400, 500 miles. The entire life of the car, you do not get, if you look at the math and do the calculations and everything, you do not break even for the amount of energy and resources it took to put that one battery together, then all the so-called gas savings from what have you. So it's it's all part of the agenda. It's all part of how they want to spend it. And it's all done to push everyone right into that nice little box. So everyone is doing exactly what they say
5: and a complete control control the exactly. narrative control the people and have them right under them and this is what they want they want to enslave the world they want to enslave uh mainly the children of Israel they want to get rid of them and they're trying to do it through deception you have some of them that's trying to do it by force and you have internal warfare amongst the rulers of darkness they want to do it this way they both agree on that they want to rule but one wants to rule by force the other wants to rule by deception um, I mean that's a whole class in itself. But they, you can see that there's internal warfare among them. Um, but nevertheless, they know that they want to get the goal of ruling on the planet Earth. But they they are already ruling. So let's get that point across. The right. point of them wanting to rule now, because somebody might say, well, well, we know they're ruling because they're they're under Satan's kingdom. This kingdom belongs to Satan. Yeah, but they're not in the forefront. Okay, they're not in the forefront where you they want their glory. They don't have their glory. Okay, they see they see God's people having other opportunities that they don't have, so they want to get the glory. They want to be out in the front and say, "Hey, this is who I am. Worship me. I worship the devil, my father, and come worship me. Give me the glory." They don't have that now. They want that now. is the time because if they don't step in and and take care of certain plans, they know they're going to lose the earth. And this is what we're getting ready to go into. uh Saint James, anything you want to say before we start?
1: Uh, no, I was. I was just going to say just exactly that. Let's um because there's so much I and mean, it's been a little while since we've we, we've had a show and we appreciate everyone's patience because there's been so many different things that have been happening that have been going on and there's so much that's like right on the top of our heads like we're we going a mile a minute we understand and <laughs> we're all over the place so we go, we're going to bring it right back into like you know put the structure
5: back into it so we appreciate everyone's patience yeah so let's go to the first because you mentioned a couple of things about tribulation so i want to start with that scripture let's start with acts chapter 14 verse 22. Um, let's show you that um. You know These things have to happen You have to go through these troubles This this is part of the time that we're in But is your faith in God that you're going to make it out of it Do you believe in God Do you trust in God That you at the end of the day At the end of all this You're going to make it out of it Because the scriptures tell you something In Ecclesiastes chapter 7 verse 8 It says better is the end of the thing Than the beginning thereof We're at the end And we're reaching towards the end so better is the end of this, what we're going through, this tribulation that we're going through and we're about to go through. Then if we was getting ready to start everything like captivity and we still had like 3,000 years left, we, we don't have that much time left. We're in the time, St. James, where the whole world was expecting this time to come. The second coming of Jesus Christ, mm. which you're going to go into in another class. This is a time that we're in. all these events are leading to the fulfillment of God's word. To his second coming in delivering his people out of the hands of the enemy. This is what it's all leading up to. But what has to happen until that time comes? Acts chapter 14, verse 22. Let's read that, please.
1: Confirming the souls of the disciples.
5: Yeah, confirming the souls of the disciples. The disciples are the believers in Christ, starting with the 12, then it became 70, then eventually the 144,000, then An innumerable number that can be counted, confirming the souls of the disciples.
1: Read on and exhorting them to continue in the faith. You see, the word of God
5: reapplies, St. James. We are exhorting you to continue in the faith. What is faith? It is your belief, your belief in what in God, in every word of God. We are exhorting you to continue in the faith, no matter how you see things happening. No matter which way you see it going, no matter how it appears, continue in the faith and understand this. What do you have to understand? Read.
1: And that we must, through much tribulation.
5: See how it says must? It's a
2: must. It's a must. This is not an if. It is a must. Through much tribulation.
5: Through much problems, troubles that we're in, that have never been, St. James, since the, since the world was created, since nations was on this earth. This is the time that we're in, like no other time on the planet earth. You want to talk about the days of Noah? This has surpassed that. You want to talk about Sodom and Gomorrah? This has surpassed that. This is the time that we're in, and that we must through much tribulation read on
1: enter into the kingdom of God.
5: Yeah, you gotta fight for that. You gotta go and get your kingdom. How do you go and get your kingdom? You do what God requires you to do. You be that righteous example. Okay, you stand up against the evil that's on this earth because this evil is becoming. Bad, St. James. The fornication is off the hook. The adultery is off the hook. The murders is off the hook. The robberies of the, hook. everything is just off the hook. The sodomy is off the, everything is just completely off the Richter scale, St. James. And it's getting worse and worse and worse. So you have to be that righteous example and understand that you live in a wicked and evil kingdom and a society. And God wants you as a righteous man and as a righteous woman to stand up against the evildoers. Okay, Through much trouble, are you going to enter into the kingdom of God? You are representatives of that kingdom. As long as you believe in our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ and believe in the truth that you are an Israelite and do what you're supposed to do. You are a representation of that kingdom. You think it's going to be easy when this world represents Satan for you to be righteous? <laughs> it's going to make it extremely hard, but you have to go through all these things, through these troubles to make it into the kingdom of God because that is the end goal to make it. St. James.
1: Right. Absolutely. That's it. And you got, we got to prove ourselves. We got to show and demonstrate that we are, that we have, like I said, that we are worthy and that's worthy right. to make it. Um, because what is in store for the righteous you know it, it, it there's so many promises, and it's so special, like even going into like there's so many things that are promised for us and and so much wonderful things we can't even perceive or think about like what it, what it would actually be like that's how great it is, like you can't right. our minds can't even get to that point, so do we really think i mean this is how much how how ridiculous and how much madness it is inside of these churches where They make it appear as if all you have to do is nothing. Right. But but you have to do nothing to change your life, but put on a good show, (laughs) smile, maybe wear a big hat and, you know, pay a little bit of of offerings or or something like that. But there's nothing that you actually have to do in terms of following the laws of God in order to be able to make it. No, we we, this is our time. Right. This is the time that it's our time to shine. It's our time to show and demonstrate that just like our forefathers who came before us that we are the ones who've been selected and given this opportunity by our Lord, King and Savior Jesus Christ, to be here right now in the church, in the truth, in the Israelite Church of God in Jesus Christ, and it's time to show and demonstrate, just like we have been taught right, by our fearless leader of the Holy Ghost and comfort the Holy Apostle and Chief Priest House that no matter what happens, we we're gonna be here. We we are the believers and that's we gotta prove ourselves.
5: That's right, it's very well said, St. James and Something that um, the Gods and Comfort told us Holy Apostle and Chief High Priest Has Docket, He told us that we the ones, and that we are the warriors that God has brought back to deal with this wickedness. He has brought all the major warriors back on earth. <laughs> the major warriors is back on this earth to fight this battle of good versus evil. Just like Satan has his top lieutenants. His top men back here on the earth God has his Men and women back here On the earth The sons of light Versus the children of darkness And this is what it's all about That final showdown What side are you going to play? That's up to you But nevertheless You're going to fit into one of those sides <laughs> So yeah. Go ahead
1: yeah, so and that's, and that's just, and that's before this, that goes into a whole nother class. Um, but it, it all comes right down to our belief. Um, right. you know, cause once, and we don't, we don't even know, especially what, what we have been exposed to and the amount of oppression and destruction that our, our people have been through here on this side of Babylon over years and years of being told that we are nothing. Um, it actually take it takes the knowledge of the truth, it takes the wisdom. Our Lord, King, and Savior Jesus Christ For us to really understand just how special we are And it just starts with that it starts with that belief You starting to believe that you can do it You starting to believe that you are special. Especially starting to believe that you are Better than you know the stigma Or whatever type of stereotype That people put Or limitations people want to put on you No, we have the ability to do anything
5: And everything
1: through our Lord, King, and Savior Jesus Christ
5: That's right, that's very well said we're just gonna continue on because this the, we we will this this, yeah. this will be a five, six hour class. Yeah,
1: I am sorry. sorry, so it's taking No, no no, no,
5: no, 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 you, no, no, no no need to apologize. This is amazing. Um we have to, you know, whatever comes out is what God wants to come out. We understand that, we believe that because we're spiritual men and we understand that. Um the things that are happening today you gotta ask yourself. Um like St. James said, you know, all the things that has been taught to us. Um we have to trust in God. Because we know that we're gonna make it we're gonna make it out of here. But all the things that's happening right now, you gotta ask yourself why now? We told you as it was taught to us that twenty twenty was gonna be a pivotal was gonna be a pivotal year. And that was gonna catapult a lot of things that's happening. A lot of a lot of the plans that are being put in place. You gotta ask yourself why is this happening now? Why is there so much confusion out there? Why is there so much chaos out there? Because the time is now. We are reaching the point where God is getting ready to intervene. And this is the part of the class that I've been trying to get to for a few classes ago, uh, same James, but we're going to get into mm-hmm. today if it be God's will. Why is all this happening now? Why are plans being put in place? Why are you starting to see a lot of people die out? They're dying. You're starting to see the effects of the vaccines, just like the Holy Ghost of Cover told us this was going to happen. Give them a vaccine. Oh, but the studies show that some people not dying, but the Holy Ghost of Cover told us that they will taint, they will taint vaccinations some people get good ones some will get bad ones so they can come back and say well look at the studies not showing that but guess what people are dying out um you start to see the effects of these things happening um you starting to see people dying from bioweapons um like covid monkeypox and other things that they have out there um that they had out there like aids cancer all that all that is is the creation of the rules of the darkness of this world to depopulate the world so why are you starting to see people dying masses why why now why are you starting to see a lot of reports of people dying and they calling it unknown death st james they, they're putting it as an unknown death why is all these things happening and it's going to continue to increase because now is the time we have told you before and go back and listen to our classes um because we're the point that we're trying to make is that we're dealing with the truth and we're dealing with the prophet of God, the father, that gave us this information and we're relaying it back to you as teachers that we have been ordained to do. We are relaying the information that has been given to us through Christ, um, through the holy God's Comforter. It's not going to stop. We told you a few classes ago, the terrorism wasn't going to stop. That was going to increase. The lockdowns, all that stuff is not going to stop. It's going to continue to happen because they are not trying to let go of this planet Earth. The planet belongs to the children of Israel. They want to rule the planet Earth. And God, as they implement their plan, God is going to start to intervene. This is why you see a lot of what? You start seeing a lot of chaos. What is chaos? Chaos is confusion. You start to see a whole bunch of confusion going on. Take the vaccine. Don't take the vaccine. Do this. Do that. You start to see a whole lot of confusion. A whole, a whole lot of people dying off for of different things. Wars. Are we going to get, are we going to war or not? They talk about dropping nukes. St. James, we told you that a few classes ago That they're going to drop a missile in a major U.S. city It could be more than one But we know that it's definitely going to be one or more That's going to get dropped on a U.S. American city Why is America the target? Why try to get rid of America? We don't really go into these things All this is nothing but what? Confusion Why is there so much confusion? Because that's where Satan is at The topic of tonight's class is called order out of chaos. Okay, order out of chaos. What does that mean? Implement chaos to bring about a new order. This is what's being done right now. And they're trying to do what? They're trying to mimic God. Because where you see order, you see God, St. James. Where you see chaos, you see Satan. So what they do, they implement the chaos. They're setting up the right. chaos They can bring back So they could bring in the order And say look God is not with us He put everything In its proper perspective Why? Because God is in the order of things St. James God is not the author of confusion That's the scripture We're going to go to right now God is not the author of confusion God is all about order He's in the order of things When you see order You see God So they're going to try To deceive the people To have you think Once they institute this chaos and bring about their new order to the power of suggestion, which is going into witchcraft. They're going to say God is not with them, which we taught in the last class. Mm-hmm. They're going to deceive the world to have you think God is not with us. See, everything is now in order. It is a new world order. We have peace or a liberal world order or build back better or the great reset. However you want to title it because they keep changing the titles for a reason. Um, what it is is all Satan's plan. But God is not in chaos. What are they trying to do? They're trying to bring order out of chaos. That's the model of the rules of darkness. Order out of chaos. Create the chaos. Implement the solution, which is their order, not God's order. Let's go to the scripture. Tell them what you have, please.
1: This is 1 Corinthians chapter 14 and verse 33. For God Mm -hmm. is For God is not the author of confusion.
5: You see that? God is not what? He's not the author of confusion. So again, when you see chaos, when you see mess, okay, what's the famous saying they have in the world, Um, St. James? Cleanliness is next to godliness. Right, yeah. Cleanliness, yes, sir. mm -hmm. They tell you that when you see filth, that's that's Satan. Satan likes to be in filth. He likes to be in dirt. He likes to be in the unclean. You hear about the story about... The demons that possessed the man, and God cast those demons out. That man, they wanted to go to the unclean thing. They wanted to go to the dirty, the dirty thing, the pigs. So that shows you that Satan is where what Satan likes to be filthy and unclean. But God, God is in order. When you see order, that's God. When you see the order of things, that's God. When you see chaos, that's Satan. So they trying to have you think. Look what's happening right now. Look at all this chaos. We have to bring in, a, implement a new order. This is why they try to use God's name Christ's name Read it again 1
1: Corinthians chapter 14 Verse 33 For God is not the author of confusion Read on But of peace As in all churches of the
5: saints So God is not the author of confusion God doesn't cause confusion When you see confusion that's not God What is God? God is in the order of things Go to 1 Corinthians chapter 14 verse 40 So order out of chaos or, or how they like to pronounce it in Latin, cause you know they like to do their things in Latin. Order ab chaos. For those of you that know that order out of chaos. This is what they want to do. They want to implement their chaos. This is what you're seeing right now. Everything is just going off, off the hook. Food prices, the gas prices, the economy, the war. I mean, they are bombarding you with so much stuff. St. James, that when they drop the hammer, you're going, you're not going to know where to look. Will fall right into place and take the mark of the beast. That's what they want you to right. do, take the mark of the beast. Once you take the mark of the beast, the scriptures clearly tell you once you take that, you're finished. Lake of fire for you. And you're gonna be given that choice. So either worship God or worship Satan. And that's got and that's what we're getting ready to go into. So Saint James.
1: Yeah, yeah, so I was gonna say and that that's exactly I mean it's, this the this setup is so perfect. Um, uh, how everything is done, and that's why we said at the very beginning, right? If you don't have the Lord, if you're not in the truth, and your faith is not strong, there's no way you're going to make it out of this because they have a perfect setup. They say, all right, all right, if if you're not worried about COVID or you're not worried about any diseases or anything like that, all right, we got um proxy war and potential nuclear conflict on this side for you. All right. If you're not worried about that and you think you're good. All right. And you don't pay attention to the news or anything like that. All right. We're going to have you go to the local grocery store and you're not going to be able to afford anything. And you're going to see your stocks. <laughs> the, the shell is completely bare. Uh, so they're going to make it to a point where it is so bad that people are going to be wanting to look for any type of solution. And then that's when they bring it right in. And then that's when they push that main agenda where if you accept it and you don't know what you're
5: doing, it's too late. Right, right, exactly, exactly. And and what's the purpose of the chaos and the absolute confusion? Is to confuse the people, so they're not focused on their goals. Saint James, Well, you confuse it, all these, they, like I said, there's so much stuff the average person cannot take. Everything. I mean, Saint James, we are constantly talking about how every day there's there's stuff coming out. Like, damn, did you hear about this? Did you hear about that? I mean, and we're we're in the truth. We're in the know. Right. Imagine the ones that are asleep. I mean, they're being bombarded with so much stuff Like you mentioned I mean, take your pick Pick an avenue, wherever you're going to go You're going to run right into Satan So the purpose of the chaos And the absolute confusion Is to keep the people confused And not focus on the goal That they're trying to reach Which again is world domination To have you take the mark of the beast This is what they want you to do and they definitely, they definitely aiming especially at God's chosen people. But where's God at? He's in the order of things. Let's go to First Corinthians chapter 14 and read verse 40.
1: Let all things be done decently and in order.
5: You see, that's where God is at. Let all things be done in decently and in order. God is in the order of things. When you look at the, just, if you want to just put it at a low level, look how everything is. The sun, moon, the stars. The animals, the planets, the human body, everything is in its proper order. That's God. You got four seasons in the year, you got 12 months in, 12 months in the year, supposed to be 12 hours in the day, 12 hours in the night. Everything is with God is in order because He's in the order of things. When you don't see order, that's not God, that's Satan. Read it again.
1: Let all things be done decently and in order.
5: Come on, that was that it, that it, right. So again, what are their plan is to bring order out of confusion. They know God is in the order of things, so they're gonna to deceive the whole world. This is why we told you about that plan. They're gonna deceive the whole world and thinking that Christ has returned and that Christ Has to intervene because the world has came to an end. Man has. Brought forth Armageddon So now God has to intervene And save man out of Armageddon And bring peace on the earth Now God is back And you're deceived Because they're going to try to bring order Out of their confusion Is this something that we need to worry about? This is not something that we need to worry about Why? Because we have to trust in God We have to understand that everything that we see happening right now Is all part of what? It is all part of prophecy It's all part of prophecy this is why you have to get the Israelite church of God and Jesus Christ. And that's also, not only is that exhorting you, but it's also warning you. Because we're the only ones that have
2: the truth. Go to Revelation chapter 1, verse 1. We're going to reveal, you know, this This show is called Mysteries of the Bible. uh, Very well titled.
5: By the comfort Comforter, the Prophet of God, the Father, Holy Apostle and Chief Apostle Mysteries of the Bible. So while we go through this class, we're gonna gonna be revealing a lot of mysteries, things that you never even knew was in the Bible. You're gonna see, and it's gonna become evident and clear um, that this is in the Bible and this is actually accurate because it is the words of God. Um, revelation chapter one and read verse one, please.
1: The revelation of Jesus Christ.
5: Right, the revealing of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. God the son Read on Which God gave unto him Which God gave God the father gave unto Jesus Christ Why did God give this to Jesus Christ? Read on
1: To show unto his servants
5: To show unto who?
1: His servants
5: Yeah, his servants, the prophets His people To show unto his servants The children of Israel Read on Things which, which
1: must shortly come to pass
5: You see that? Things, events which must surely come to pass. And that was over 2,000 years ago. Surely come to pass. We're in the last days. Ladies and gentlemen. We're in that time. These things are coming to pass. Read on.
1: And he sent and signified it by his angel unto his servant John.
5: Right. His servant John, which was one of his disciples also an apostles, also known as John the Beloved. Read on.
1: Who bear record of the word of God
5: Who bear record of what? The word of God He bear record of the word of God, Jesus Christ is also known as the word Read on
1: And of the testimony of Jesus Christ Yeah, the testimony He came to
5: testify of the truth He came to testify of the works He came to testify that everything That he came to do And the things that was coming Is actually gonna happen Read on
1: And of all things that
5: he saw. Right, and all things that he saw. Jesus Christ also represents, what he has that spirit of prophecy. And he came to testify that all these things is going to come to pass. Read on. Blessed is he that readeth. This is why it's so important for you to understand why we teach the word of God. Why we have to teach you God's word, the Bible. Because everything is written in the word of God. This is the only book of God. There's no other
2: book on the planet Earth. And the scripture says what? Read it again.
1: Blessed is he that readeth.
2: Yeah, blessed is he that readeth. Blessed is he that readeth. Now, why are you blessed if you read?
5: Because every word of God is pure. Every word of God is pure. For those of you who need to know where that's at, that's Proverbs 30, verse 5. Every word of God is pure. There's nothing wrong with the word of God.
2: Blessed is he that read it Why because everything that's spoken Is going to come to pass What did Christ say Let's go to Isaiah chapter 34 Verse 16 And you get it You can read it Yes sir Isaiah chapter 34 And verse 16 And it reads Seek ye out of the book of the Lord And read Right, read it one more time
1: Seek ye out of the book of the Lord And read Stop right there
5: We just read in Revelation chapter 1 verse 3 Blessed is he that readeth What does does it say here? Seek ye out of the book of the Lord And read Yes, seek ye out of the book of the Lord What is the book of the Lord? That's the Bible Seek, study it Get it in you Why? Read on
1: No one of these shall fail
5: This is why you are blessed if you read Because you believe in the word of God And you are going to see That every word of God Is not going to fail Every word of God Is going to come to pass And if you're reading And you're understanding And you're getting the word in you First of all you're getting Christ Which is going into another class Because Christ is the word You're getting Christ in you You're becoming like Christ You're getting the word of God in you You're becoming just like Christ Because you're getting Christ in you But when you read You're reading what the prophecies In order for you to understand the word You have to be taught the word And this is where we come in St. James Because we have been taught the word of God So we have been ordained to be able to teach Everyone out there the word of God So you could understand and start reading And be blessed Because all these things Is going to come to pass just like the word of god said read it one more time
1: seek ye out of the book of the lord and read no one of these shall fail
5: not one prophecy is going to fail in the bible every prophecy is going to come to pass why is that very important because we're about to show you some things that's happening right now in the scriptures, we're going to show you how the word of God is coming to pass and will continue to come to pass. And if this is coming to pass and the word of God has continued to come to pass, the things that's going to come next, huh, is going to come to pass. It's not a matter of if; it's a matter of when. Saint James,
1: that's right, yes, sir, Mister Powers.
5: Anything you want to say on that? Because I'm, I'm getting, I'm getting excited here.
1: Yeah, um, no, this is, no, I'm, I'm this one's, we write into the word. Now, look, you see, I'm getting, you, get, you get excited. <laughs> I can't even talk. My um, words are all getting jumbled together and everything. Now, let's keep on going. So this is wonderful, man. This is, yeah, this is wonderful. This is, cause that's what we hear. Like, well, all the other stuff, all the madness this this out there in the world. All that is just a distraction. This right here is, right. is, is, is the sword. This right here is what's going to stand. This right here is what we need to be able to survive and to keep moving forward.
2: That's
5: right. This is your survival guide to what's mm-hmm. coming. The word of God. These are your instructions for you to be saved, the word of God. That's why you're blessed if you read. You see how that works perfectly? You're blessed. Blessed is he that readeth. Read that part again, the last part. In Isaiah 34, verse 16, please. And no one of
1: these shall fail.
5: Not one prophecy is gonna fail.
2: Another part of the Bible tells you not one job. Not one not one tittle. All of it's gonna to come to pass. Not one of these
5: shall fail. Read on.
1: None shall want her mate.
5: So in case anybody wanna come up and say, what, what about the Egyptian book of the dead? What about the Quran? The Bible clearly tells you none shall want her mate. Now what does that mean? What is a mate? A mate is someone that has a companion. Okay? Like you have couples. You have somebody and you have someone that you mate you mate with. The Bible's clearly telling you he ain't the Bible ain't got no mate. In other words, stands alone. I ain't got no companion. I ain't got no mate. I stand alone. (laughs) When it comes to the word of God, it's only me. stands alone. Anything else is not the word of God. The Bible, which is 80 books, 66 books plus the 14 books of the Apocrypha that was removed um, by the rulers of the darkness of this world because the information was too clear. God said that would happen in the scriptures, but he also left the Bible intact that you could still actually obtain. Okay, a lot of things that's in, it's in the apocryphal Which we're going to go through today Is going to show you things that's evidently clear That that's the word of God And it's evidently clear that we're in that time So the Bible has no mate Is that it on that? No sir Read on Well
1: my mouth it hath commanded
5: Yeah the mouth of God hath commanded it When God gives the commandment It happens, it comes to pass Read on
1: In his spirit it hath gathered them
5: his spirit is talking about the angelic forces. When God gives the word and he gives the commandment, they make sure that all his words are executed and fulfilled. Everything. This is why nothing is going to fail. God is not like man that he should lie. If he said it, he's going to do it. So let's go back. Oh, let's go to one more scripture. So why is it? Important for us to read. We're going to be blessed because none of these shall fail. Christ also told us these things um, and when he was on the earth. And he said, make sure you do this. While you're waiting for my second coming, make sure you do this.
2: 1 Timothy chapter 4, verse 13. Yes, sir. Come on till i come christ said till i come till i come till i return till
5: i make that second coming i'm gonna have teachers set up i'm gonna have the teacher set up which is the god's comfort that's gonna bring everything back bring it brought back excuse me to your remembrance and he's gonna ordain teachers to go out and teach my word christ said till i come do what read on
1: give attendance to reading
5: give attention to
2: reading see that you see how important it is for you to get the word of God in you. you have to give attention to reading. Till I come, give attention to reading. Why? Because not one of these shall fail. Why? Because every
5: word of God is pure. Blessed is he that readeth. One more. One more. Matthew four and four. And we'll go back. Okay. See, this is this is this is what God wants to bring out. Get the word of God in you. This is what's going to sustain you. This is what's going to cause you to be saved. The word of God. Getting every word of God in you. Knowing right from wrong. Knowing that you're not supposed to eat pork. Knowing that you're not supposed to commit adultery. Knowing that you have to keep the Sabbath. Knowing that you have to pray. Knowing that you have to study and get it all in
2: you. You have to study you have to pray you have to read and be taught by the teachers that god set up not these
5: fake phony pastors we already went through in other classes they're liars
2: read matthew chapter 4
5: verse 4
1: but he answered and said it is written man shall not live by bread alone so
5: this is out of Christ's own mouth he said it is written man shall not live by bread alone why is he mentioning bread because bread is food and it's supplement to your body in other words you need food to be able to sustain your life so just like you need food and water to be able to sustain your life you also have to sustain your spirit and keep it alive with what read on
1: but by every word that proceedeth out of the mouth of god
5: yeah so you're not supposed to only live by bread alone because all you're doing is feeding your flesh but if you're not feeding your spirit, then you might as well be a dead man walking. You, James, You ain't got the word of God in you? This is exactly what the word of God said, that his people is going to lie in, this, in the great city. Dead. Because God is not in you. And God is in you. That is spirit, like it says in John chapter 6, verse 63. And that is life. The words that I speak unto you, it is spirit and it's life. Man shall not live by bread alone But by every word Not one word, not two words Not the New Testament Or just the book of Psalms But the whole Bible Including the Apocryphal But by every word that proceedeth Out of the mouth of God St. James Blessed is he that readeth For not one of these shall fail Christ said till I come Give attention to reading Man shall not live by bread alone but well, by every word that proceedeth out of the mouth of God, this is what's going to keep you alive. This is what's going to give you everlasting life, putting the word of God in you. Let's go back to Revelation chapter 1 and let's read verse 3.
1: <clears throat> I was going to say something, one thing real quick.
5: Yeah, absolutely.
1: Yeah, and just for any of the new listeners that are out there, and y'all, this may be the first time you've experienced hearing the word like this. I mean, this that, that's how it's supposed to be taught. When you see we have come with one concept, one principle, one precept inside of Revelations. and from there we went all the way to Isaiah, to Matthew's, all back and forth, but it's the same messages come out and it all fits perfectly just like a puzzle. That's how the word is supposed to be taught. So if you listen for the first time, welcome to Israelite Church of God in Jesus Christ, where the truth is taught
5: and the mysteries of the Bible. Mysteries of the Bible. This is a mystery. For you to teach the word of God like this, it is a mystery. Okay, It is a mystery. People can't do this. You have to be ordained by God and taught by the prophet of God that was taught directly by Christ to be able to do this at all, St. James. Mm-hmm. You can't just do that. You have to be chosen by God to do this.
1: And yeah,
5: they can try. Yeah, they think they tried. Yeah, they tried, but oh, they think they even tried. They ain't even doing that. Right. But we have taken the calling and we have made our calling and election sure. And we are honored to teach this word because God chose us to do it. So back to Revelation chapter one verse three. Again, I'm we'll gonna say, just like the Holy Ghost Comforter told us, we the ones. Ain't nobody else out there. <laughs> the Israelite Church of God in Jesus Christ is where it's at. This is where the teachers is at. This is where the prophets is at. This is where all the men of God is at, and the women of God. That's right, the women of God, holy women, elect ladies, righteous sisters, virtuous women, is up in there, and they're doing their thing to get right with God. The children is there to get right with God. The men is there to get right with God. And you're going to see without a shadow of a doubt that we are going to be the ones that's going to be shining in the end. Believe it or not, just watch. Revelation chapter 1, verse 3.
1: Blessed is he that readeth.
5: Blessed is he that read. See how important it is for you to read to read the word of God? Because the prophecies, is it's not going to fail. Everything's going to come to pass. Blessed is he that readeth. Read on
1: And they that hear the
5: words of this prophecy. And they that hear the words of this prophecy. What is a prophecy? A prophecy is events, future events that is foretold by divine intervention that is foretold before it happens. You're being told before it happens. Events that are coming to pass that takes divine intervention from God to give you that information. Man can't tell you what's going to happen tomorrow He's going to tell you you're going to go to work And you will wake up sick and he ain't going to go to work Man can't tell you a damn thing God is doing that's going to tell you what's going to happen And God will give this information to holy men His servants, the prophets To give that information to us Read that part again please This
1: is uh, Revelation chapter 1 verse 3 Blessed is he that readeth And they that hear the words of this prophecy Read on and keep those things which are written therein. Right, you have to
5: keep those things. You're supposed to be studying the word of God, studying prophecy as it's, as it's being taught to you. And looking for it to come to pass. Because you believe in every word of God. Read on.
1: For the time is at hand. For the
5: what? The time is at hand. See, the time is at hand. The time is at hand. You better get yourself together. You better get yourself right. If you're the listening audience and you're not at the Israelite Church of God and Jesus Christ, you better get with us, okay? Find your local Israelites, Israelite Church of God and Jesus Christ. It's the only place where the truth is at. And we have an email we can reach out to us, which is um, Radio at icgjc.org. Reach out to us. We already have people that have reached out to us. We have people that, that have reached out to us and they're not part of the congregation. And that's our goal, to get to every soul that God has out there, to hear this truth. Whether you're in the United States, Canada, Puerto Rico, Dominican Republic, South America, China, Japan, wherever you're at. If your spirit is of God and you're a believer, this is for you. Time is at hand. You better get prepared mentally, you better be prepared physically, you better be prepared spiritually, because the time we're getting ready to go into, like St. James said earlier, if you don't have God, you don't have the truth, which is this truth You are not going to make it Bottom line So what's taking place on the planet Earth? That the things that we're fighting right now Is not just man We're not just fighting men We're, we're fighting spiritual wickedness Let's go from there to Ephesians chapter 6 verse 10 This is what you gotta understand This is why you have to fight with the word The word is Christ being put in you It's being put in you. You're becoming like Christ when you put the word in you. It tells you that the word became flesh in John chapter 1 verse 14. You're putting Christ in you. The only way you're going to be able to fight against the evil of this world is by putting God in you. We're telling you you're not going to make it if you don't have Christ in you. But once you have Christ in you, then Christ will be able to work through you. Because what you're
2: facing right now is demons on a higher level. Spiritual wickedness in high places. Tell them where you at, please.
5: Ephesians chapter 6, and let's read verse 10.
1: Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord.
5: You have to be what? You have to be strong in the Lord. You have to be strong in God. Christ tells you in Psalms 94 verse 16, Who shall rise up for me against the evildoers and against the workers of iniquity? Who going to rise up against that? God is looking for
2: somebody to rise up against the evil Not to partake and be part of the evil You have to be strong in the Lord How are you strong in God? Put the word of God in you Study
5: Listen to the classes on the radio show Come into the truth Get on the stream Come to the Sabbath and learn Christ said
2: come learn of me Learn of me That's what he said So he could come in you And be part of you Be strong
5: in the Lord Read on
1: And in the power of his might
5: Yeah in the power Who's more powerful than God St. James Who's more powerful than God Nobody
2: Omnipotent 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 Omnipresent Be strong in the Lord And in the power of his might Read on Put on the whole armor of God. You see that?
5: You see how it fits right with the curriculum? Saint hey, James,
2: mm-hmm.
5: you just talked about putting the word of God in you. What does it say? It says put on the whole armor of God. The helmet of salvation. The, breast, the breastplate. Put on the girdle.
2: Put it in like a uniform. The whole word of God. Put it on. Put on the whole armor of God. Why do you need to put on the armor? When you put on the armor, St. James, what does that mean? That means you're gonna to go to war. You're getting ready to go into battle. And when you go into a battle, if you're not trained right, and you ain't got the proper training, you're gonna fall short. That training is putting the word of God in you. So God can, can meet you at every thought. You see that St. James? Meet you at every thought Read it again Put on the whole armor of God That you may be able to stand
1: Against the wiles of the devil
5: Put on the whole armor of God You may be able to stand against the trickery of Satan The wiles of the devil He's got a lot of tricks up his sleeve, St. James And you're starting to witness it right
2: now And if you don't have God in you you're gonna fall right into that deception. You're gonna fall right into that deception. See how important it is for you to get the word of God in you? This wasn't even part of the curriculum
5: of St. James.
2: Right.
5: But this, look how important it is. Mm-hmm. Get the word of God in you.
2: Okay, these scriptures is coming out. Get it in you. This is what God wants you to hear. Get the word of God in you.
5: St. James said it perfectly earlier because we got it from Christ through the Holy Ghost and comfort. If you're not studying, you are not going to make it. You have to put God in you. You have to put the word of God in you. You have to be studying. You have to be spiritual. You have to be praying. Because the wiles of the devil is gonna get you. If you ain't got God in you. Put on the whole armor of God. And you may be able to stand. See, stand against what? Against the wiles of the devil. That they're out here. And he got plenty of them. Read on. For we
1: wrestle not against flesh and blood.
5: You see, because our battle is not against flesh and blood. It's not against a the politician. You like, oh, know, Trump, Trump. Oh, Clinton. It ain't about that. It is against. It's about the demons. It's about Satan. And the real rulers of darkness of this world. Not these puppets that they have out there. Everybody you see in the TV in the forefront, those are puppets. Okay, the real demons, the one that that was dealing with Satan directly. These are the ones that are implementing these plans. And if you ain't got God with you, if you ain't got the Lord with
2: you, or Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, if you ain't got the word in you, you ain't gonna make it. Read that last part again, please. For
1: we wrestle not against flesh and blood. But against principalities
5: But against high ranking demons That's what a principality is A high ranking demon Read on
1: Against powers Against
5: powers You see that? Read on
1: Against the rulers of the darkness of this world
5: Against the rulers
2: of the darkness We represent The kingdom of light They represent The kingdom of the night of darkness they are the rulers of the
5: darkness you want to know why it's so evil the rulers of the darkness you understand you want to know why children go missing and you never find them because they're being sacrificed somewhere and their blood is being drunk because the rulers of the darkness this is real this is not a joke saint james this is real children go missing and they are never found and they're sacrificed by the rulers of the darkness of this world, if you think what I'm saying, which we get it from you know the prophet of God the Father, you think that what we're saying is not true, just go back into the scriptures, St James, this is something that was going on for thousands of years by the heathens. This right. is how they worship Satan, they
2: sacrifice their children, they drink their blood. This is going on to this very day. These people worship demons.
5: Here you go to Bohemian Grove, over there in the outskirts of um, California. Now a question, what have Herbert
4: Hoover, Art Linkletter, Jack London and Richard Nixon all had in common? Well, they've all been members of the exclusive all-male Bohemian Club in California, where every year at this time, the elite from around the country get together for two and a half weeks of uh, fun and games. Steve Shepard has this special assignment report. More than 2,000 members of San Francisco's exclusive and all-male Bohemian Club have once again descended on Northern California. These men will spend most of the month of July encamped on some 2,700 acres of pristine and privately owned redwood forest. forest very much like this. The place is called Bohemian Grove, and it's located just 80 miles north of San Francisco. The Grove is the Bohemian Club's summer retreat and its facilities are hidden beneath lush forest canopy extending south from the banks of Sonoma County's Russian River. For more than a century, the camp has been a place where club members and guests from all across America gather to relax. The retreat is divided into dozens of small camps, the most prominent of which is called Mandalay. Among its members are businessmen like Leonard Firestone and Edgar Kaiser, and political figures like Gerald Ford, Henry Kissinger, William French Smith, and George Shultz. President Reagan, Vice President Bush, and Defense Secretary Weinberger are members of other camps. Richard Nixon is a Bohemian, and so are high-ranking executives of such companies as Eastern Airlines, Standard Oil of Indiana, and Bank of America. For the most part, the men of Bohemian Grove are over 50, highly successful, and, according to many employees, politically conservative.
3: Well, each year, uh, many of them seem to have a stunt, uh, or try to come up with a stunt. Last year, 1980, uh, the popular button was, uh, free the Fortune 500.
4: Membership in the Grove is by invitation only, and is determined by such factors as social standing, occupation, and personal connections. Privacy is one of the Grove's most cherished virtues. Members may not photograph, record, speak, or write about activities at the retreat. While many public officials are Grove members, the press is a distinctly unwelcome guest. We're from ABC News.
6: Well, get back there. Get back there. Can we
4: talk to somebody and, uh... Get back there. Anyone willing to navigate a boat up the Russian River can get a glimpse of the northern edge of the compound, but that's about all. Still, there are outsiders who have researched the Grove. Sociology professor William Dumhoff found out enough to write a book on the place.
3: I think it's a playground for the powerful. It's a place where uh, wealthy men from all over the United States gather for two weeks to uh, relive summer camp with this ceremony called the Cremation of Care that uh, begins the, uh, the uh, two-week encampment where the body of dull care symbolizing woes and concerns is burned on an altar in front of a big owl statue. When that ceremony ends they all start to cheer and yell and hand each other a beer.
4: And... Other regular activities include the production of two plays, one of which involves major sets, orchestral music, and extravagant costumes. The other play appears to be just a bit on the lighter side, at least judging from these old photos. Members also spend time swimming, hiking, relaxing in the sun, and doing a bit of drinking from the Grove's own privately-labeled spirits. Like a boys' camp, the Grove has a symbol, in this case, a somewhat fierce-looking owl. It also has a patron saint, St. John of Napalmuck, a legitimate 13th-century bohemian canonized for his sense of honor. What the Grove does not have is any women, not even as employees. Despite its camp-like atmosphere, the Grove does host some serious business.
3: To the degree that there's anything important happens at the Bohemian Grove, it's political. The important speeches that have been made by, at the Bohemian Grove have been made, for instance, and the best example, by Richard Nixon. Eisenhower gave a speech there, it was the first time the uh, West Coast establishment really saw him close up.
4: Discussions at the Grove in the 1930s helped lead to the development of nuclear power and the atomic bomb. It was at the Grove in 1967 that Richard Nixon and Ronald Reagan hashed out differences over their presidential ambitions. Each year, guests like Henry Kissinger or Spignu Brzezinski address members on their areas of expertise. Presidential Counselor Edwin Meese will be among this year's speakers. And each year, other guests come to the Grove simply to enjoy themselves. This year, CIA Director William Casey is a scheduled guest of John McCone, former CIA Director. Baseball Commissioner Bowie Kuhn has been invited as a guest of baseball owner Peter O'Malley. Despite the presence of so many notables, the Grove is not without its small headaches. Anti-nuclear demonstrators gathered near the entrance to the retreat this year to wave signs and chant slogans. The Grove is also facing a suit from the state of California because it refuses to hire women. Still, the Bohemian Grove seems in no danger of passing. Herbert Hoover called it the world's greatest men's party and there is a list of powerful people waiting to get in on it. Steve Shepard, ABC News, San Francisco.
5: These guys is worshiping a giant owl, Saint <laughs> James.
4: Yes.
1: Yeah. So, Mister Powers, when when you were telling them that we share stuff almost every day, and is 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 some of the information is is you know it would be unbelievable if we didn't already have the word to back it up, and some of the stuff is 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 crazy. It no is, matter how it, crazy it sounds, it's it's it's, sir,
5: it's appalling. It is, it is yeah, it is insane. The stuff that you, if you knew that were the things that were going on, you would be sick to your stomach. You you, you wouldn't go out. If you didn't have the word of God in you, if you didn't have the, the, the trust of God, you, you wouldn't go out.
2: There ain't no way. The wickedness that's taking place on this planet Earth, on a high occultic, satanic level, you
5: have no idea. The rulers of the darkness of this world is what we are up against. And they working with the demons, or they were working with the demons. Now they cut off. So they, they try and do everything they can. They trying to sacrifice this, sacrifice this, try to get back. But guess what? You cut off. But these these are the things that they actually do, St. James. Mm-hmm. It will make you sick to your stomach. This, this is not even something that <laughs> That um that I'm making. It. I'm not just talking here, Saint James. You could bear witness to that. It will make you. You won't even sleep at night. That's that's the real talk. <laughs> you wouldn't sleep at night if you had even a ounce of an idea of the things that they that take place behind the scenes with these demons.
1: Yeah, a hundred percent, sir. I mean, it's extremely upsetting. Like the infamy, you had you're talking about a, a manly stomach. Like this is it's hmm. extremely upsetting the things that. They do, and you. It was. It's. It's so unbelievable that you would think that. Nah, but I mean, I'm sorry. So yeah, it's it's bad.
5: The rulers of the darkness of this world. I mean, these guys are demons. They're trying to open up portals and get. I mean, we can continue to go on. Um, <laughs> these guys got the demons in them, <laughs> and they are the demons. The rulers of the darkness of this world. Okay, this is who you fight against. Okay, and they want. Their kingdom. They want their kingdom.
2: This is why everything is happening right now. This is why chaos is being pushed. So they can bring in their order. But somebody might say, well, guess
5: what? Aren't they already ruling? Yeah, technically they are, but nobody knows them. <laughs> mm-hmm. Nobody knows they're ruling. You know, you hear about LeBron James. That's a household name. Like, how the hell is an Israelite? They call the N word a household name But nobody knows us The real rulers of this earth So now they want to come out in the forefront This is what's what's happening They want their kingdom They want their glory And they want to make sure that Israel don't come back Because guess what Guess what the monkey wrench is To their plan Us We are the monkey wrench to their plan So they try to get rid of us (laughs) Trying to get rid of the children of God And they think that by doing that They will offset prophecy And they will continue to rule forever This is actually in their mindset They think they're going to rule forever Guess what? You're going to read about
2: that in the Bible Read that last part again In the verse
1: 12 so yeah. Ephesians chapter 6 verse 12 Yeah, Ephesians chapter 6 verse 12 We wrestle not against flesh and blood Against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world.
5: Against the rulers of the darkness of this world. So, who are those rulers of the darkness of this world? We're gonna reveal that in the next coming scriptures because you have a lot of people lying out there telling you this, telling you that. Guess what? We're gonna tell you who they are. We're gonna tell you who they are. So you have an idea. The rulers of the darkness of this world. Read on.
1: Against spiritual wickedness in high places.
5: Yeah, these are the ones that was working with them, the demons. Read on.
1: Wherefore, take unto you the whole armor
5: of God. See, the only way you're going to be able to fight them is not through a physical battle. Not yet. Not through a physical battle, but a spiritual battle, putting on the whole armor of God. I said not yet because we're going to reveal some things later on that's going to be taking place. But not yet. You have to fight them with the word of God. Being righteous. Becoming that Israelite. They don't want you to be an Israelite. Wearing that shield of David. Following the high holy days. Keeping the laws of God. They don't want that. That is their monkey wrench. And they are trying to stop that. That's why they're trying to kill God's people. They don't want you guys to come back. They don't want you to claim that you're Judah, Benjamin, Levi, Simeon, Ephraim, Manasseh, Gad, Reuben, Naphtali, Issachar. They don't, they don't want you to come back as that. They want you to stay as Dominican, Puerto Rican, black American, West Indians, Cubans, Mexicans. If you're out there in the other parts of the world, and you're an Israelite under different names, China, Japan, India, wherever it is, where you at? And you're an Israelite. God's chosen people who don't know that you're Israelite yet, but you keep listening, you're going to find out. They don't want you to come back because they know that that is their downfall. So this is how you fight, fight against them. By putting the word of God in, is that it on that? No, sir. Let's finish it up. All
1: right, Ephesians chapter six, verse thirteen.
5: Wherefore, take
1: unto you the whole armor of God, that you may be able to withstand in the evil day.
5: You see that we're in the evil day. In order for you to withstand, you have to put the word of God in. Read on.
1: And having done all, to stand.
5: And having done all that Christ told you to do, stand. How do you stand? With the word of God. You're trained, you're ready for that war. You got the, you got the armor of God in you. So again, these rulers of the darkness of this world, they want to destroy you. They want their kingdom. Let's go to Revelation chapter 17 verse 12. And let's show you who these people are. And let's show you, this is the time, we're in this time where this, these scriptures are being fulfilled. Okay, and this is what they want to do. They want their kingdom, they want to rule, and they want to make sure you never come back and take your righteous place as the true sons and daughters of God. And as the rulers of this planet earth. They don't want that. They don't want that. So they're trying to implement their plans. And while they're trying to implement their plans. They're also battling with each other. Internal warfare. One is trying to rule through deception. The other one trying to rule by force. This is why you see things being overturned. You hear about abortion being overturned. a Roe v. Wade. You hear about that being overturned. At one time, they was given the right to, um, so-called right, because that right don't come from God, um, to, uh, you know, abort a baby. Now they turn that around. That's them having internal warfare with each other. Because again, when you look at, um, what was abortion about, uh, St. James, that stems from plant parenthood. When you look at where plant parenthood came from, that came from eugenics. When you look at the origin of eugenics, eugenics was to not have the undesirables have any children. Who was that at that time in the early 1900s? That was
2: black Americans and Mexicans. <laughs> St. James, Who was that? Right. That's God's people. Eugenics became Plan Parenthood. Plant Parenthood
5: started by some woman. I don't even remember her name, but she's a demon, um under the rules of darkness, the Rockefellers, and they came up with Planned Parenthood. <laughs> In Planned Parenthood St. James They came up with something called The Negro Project What was the Negro Project about? I forgot her name Her name starts with an S Um, They had something called the Negro Project What was the Negro Project about? They were saying African Americans Having too many babies We can't allow them to have too many babies Let's experiment in them And give them fertility drugs to make sure they don't have babies. Oh, you're a useless eater. You're not superior to us. Let's inject you with some vaccinations like they did with the eugenics program. When I first heard of Margaret Sanger's Negro Project, the founder of Planned Parenthood, that she specifically had what she called a Negro Project, that she sold it specifically to black leadership, black pastors, it disturbed me. Uh, It's been 25 years or so. I read Grand Illusions by George Grant and uh, it should disturb most blacks that she specifically was a racist, a eugenicist, a socialist, and uh, was determined to clear the planet of
2: what she called the unfit.
0: While it is most commendable to stand up for the lives of our innocent children, Reverend Wright has erroneously claimed that the United States government has engaged in a policy of genocide against African Americans through AIDS. What the so-called Reverend Wright doesn't tell his followers here is that twice as many African Americans have died through the abortion holocaust in the United States than from AIDS, from accidents, from cancer, from heart disease, and violent crimes combined. In 2008, a group of UCLA students who run an independent student magazine exposed Planned Parenthood's support of the those with a racist agenda to kill blacks.
3: About ab- abortions for the underprivileged minority groups. Oh, absolutely. We have, um, in fact, uh, wonderful, fantastic news. We just received a very generous donation to
7: our women in need fund.
3: Wonderful. Uh, I wanna, I wanna specify that abortion to help a minority group. Would that be possible, uh, like the black community, for example? Certainly. Okay. So, so the abortion could could be, you know, I could give money specifically for a, a black baby. That would. That'd be the purpose Yeah absolutely um, if you wanted to designate that you wanted your gift to be used to help an African- American woman in need mm-hmm. um, then we would certainly uh, make sure that that gift was earmarked specifically for that purpose. Great because I really face trouble with affirmative action and I don't want my kids being disadvantaged you know against um, black kids. I just had a baby I want to put it in his name you know, mm-hmm. um, you know so that's that's definitely yeah. possible. Oh, always, always. So, I just wanted—can I put this in the name of my son? Right? Absolutely. The name of my son, great. Um, you know, he's trying to get into into colleges, and he'll be applying. You know, and and, uh, and uh, he just—we're uh, just really big. Um, uh, he we really—he's really faced troubles with affirmative action, and you know, we don't—and you know, we just think, you know, the, the the less the less black kids out there, the better.
0: <laughs> understandable understandable <laughs>
3: understandable understandable
0: even though african americans only constitute about 13 percent of our population since roe versus wade planned parenthood has helped to reduce the black population in the united states of america at a rate of about 25 percent margaret sanger the founder of the international planned parenthood Federation was not only sexually promiscuous, an abortionist, alcoholic, and drug addict, but she also was an occultist and segregationist who believed in forced sterilization of blacks as well as forced eugenics to reduce the black population. George Grant chronicles the life and writings of Margaret Sanger and painstakingly documents Sanger's plans for genetic engineering of the human race in Grant's shocking book, Killer Angel. He states that in Margaret Sanger's book, The Pivot of Civilization, that she called for quote, the elimination of human weeds for the cessation of charity, because it prolonged the lives of the unfit, for segregation of morons, misfits, and the maladjusted, and for the sterilization of genetically inferior races. Since then, nearly 15 million black children have been murdered as a result of Margaret Sanger's Planned Parenthood and other pro-abortionist campaigns that have made millions of dollars in the process. Incredibly, Planned Parenthood receives 300 150 million of our tax dollars annually and then turns around and spends millions of dollars to make sure people vote for pro-baby killing candidates. Leonard Childress, founder of BlackGenocide.org, said in a written statement, quote, No other ethnic group in the United States has been decimated more by abortion than the Afro-American community. The war being waged upon innocent captives in the womb is led by Planned Parenthood, end quote. While African-American women make up about 6% of the United States population, according to the 2000 census, black women had 36.3% of the abortions that same year, according to the Centers of Disease Control. Planned Parenthood kills over a quarter million babies annually, but black children taking the hardest hit. Planned Parenthood's founder, occultist, Margaret Sanger, rejected God's rule over her life with her slogan found in her newspaper called The Woman Rebel, quote, No Gods and No Masters. Sanger decided that she would not answer to God, but that she would play God herself over the lives of others, claiming that every, quote, unwed mother, end quote, has the right to, quote, destroy life, end quote. In April of 1933, Margaret Sanger's newspaper printed an article entitled, quote, Eugenic Sterilization and Urgent Need. This was by Ernst Rudin, who served as Adolf Hitler's medical experimentation programmer. Rudin was a close friend and advisor to Sanger's. Sanger would later publish Selective Sterilization, an article which praised the Third Reich's racial purification programs. While Planned Parenthood still targets black Americans continuing Margaret Sanger's policy to depopulate African American communities, today nearly 80% of their boratorium clinics are found in black neighborhoods. Most African Americans have been kept in the dark regarding their initial goals. Faye Waddleton, former president of Planned Parenthood, said at Planned Parenthood's 100th anniversary, quote, as we celebrate the 100th anniversary of Margaret Sanger, our outrageous and our courageous leader, we will probably find a number of areas in which we may find more about Margaret Sanger than we thought we wanted to know. Waddleton admitted in 1992 that Margaret Sanger advocated, quote, eugenics and advancement of the perfect race, end quote. Despite targeting blacks for elimination in Planned Parenthood's 1985 annual report, leaders of the organization proclaimed that they were, quote, proud of our past and planning for our future. Tragically, they have been planning the future of the African-American children for years, as African-Americans are the only minority race that has not grown since Roe v. Wade, thanks mostly to genocide at the hands of Planned Parenthood. Clan Parenthood should be called Clan Parenthood, as they murder more black children in one hour than the Ku Klux Klan had did in their entire history. Margaret Sanger, Clan Parenthood's founder, admitted, quote, "...always to me any aroused group was a good group, and therefore I accepted an invitation to talk to the women's branch of the Ku Klux Klan." Sire could relish in such racist speaking engagements with the KKK because she believed the following and stated, quote, The masses of Negroes, as she stated, particularly in the South, still breed carelessly and disastrously, with the result that the increase among Negroes, even more than amongst whites, is from the portion of the population least intelligent and fit, end quote. In Margaret Sanger's periodical, The Birth Control Review, an article by L. Stoddard, one of Sanger's board of directors, we read about the, quote, rising tide of color against white world supremacy. And we also read that we must resolutely oppose the inundation of those non-white and inferior races. In no uncertain terms, Sanger, like Adolf Hitler, believed in enforced eugenics and race control, even through murder. Sanger declared, quote, the undeniably feeble-minded should indeed not only be discouraged, but prevented from propagating their kind, end quote. Thankfully, more and more African Americans, like the National Pro-Life Black Union, are protesting Planned Parenthood over their directed assault at slaughtering mass black babies. In Margaret Sanger's book, The Woman and the New Race, she wrote, quote, The most merciful thing a large family can do to its infant members is to kill it. Margaret Sanger, like her Nazi contemporaries and her Nazi ally, declared that, quote, Eugenics is the most adequate and thorough avenue to the solution of racial, political, and social problems. She said, quote, eugenic sterilization is an urgent need. We must prevent multiplication of this bad stock. Sanger, echoing Hitler's eugenics program, stated, quote, Give disigenic groups, meaning people with bad genes, in our population their choice of segregation or compulsory sterilization. Even though Sanger was a committed occultist who despised Christians and bemoaned charity to many blacks, she planned to use black clergymen to sanctify her quest to depopulate the black race and win over their favor. Sanger admitted, quote, we should hire three or four colored ministers, preferably with social service backgrounds and with engaging personalities. The most successful educational approach to the Negro is through a religious appeal. We don't want the word to go out that we want to exterminate the Negro population and the minister is the man who can straighten out the idea if it ever occurs to any of their more rebellious members. While Americans rightfully look back at the Nazis and what they did to 6 million Jews in the Holocaust in Germany with disdain, how much better are we if we promote or agree with or accept abortion and the murder of 50 million of our innocent children? In Germany, Jews were discriminated against because they were treated as less than humans. In America, black children were discriminated against by Planned Parenthood due to the heritage of their founder, who felt that they were inferior to superior white folks and designated many of them as unfit and human weeds. Hitler justified the murder of Jews by claiming that it would bring the crime rate down. Today, pro-abortionists claim that the crime rate comes down as we eliminate more blacks through abortion. In Germany, because of the racism and eugenics of Adolf Hitler and the Nazis, the most dangerous race to be was a Jew, as Hitler incinerated millions of them. In the United States of America, as a result of the racism and eugenic beliefs of Planned Parenthood's founder, Margaret Sanger, the most dangerous race to be is black, and Planned Parenthood has literally snuffed out the lives of millions of black children. In Germany, the most dangerous place to be was in what was believed to be a communal shower, which was supposed to make one clean, but end up being a gas chamber. In America, the most dangerous place is to be a black child in a Planned Parenthood clinic, which is supposed to be a place for family planning, but in fact the place where black children far too often receive their death sentence. Adolf Hitler and the Nazis rejoiced that millions of Jews were being killed around the world. So Margaret Sanger, the founder of Planned Parenthood, would be happy to know that due mostly to Planned Parenthood which she founded, millions of black children have been killed as well. Like her contemporary Nazis, Planned Parenthood's founder, Margaret Sanger, advocated in her words, quote, the weeding out of the unfit or preventing the birth of defectives or of those who will become defectives, end quote. For Sanger, defectives would in time include Blacks, Jews, Hispanics, American Indians, and later even fundamentalist Christians who opposed her views. We can see even today that Planned Parenthood reveals their low regard for life as they depict the elimination of conservatives and Christians who stand up for life in the most perverse way and show them being eliminated by a pro-abortionist superhero. Notice that Planned Parenthood cast their superhero as a black woman, which would have pleased Margaret Sanger who, as we've seen, sought to appeal to African Americans in an effort to deceive them. Notice also that the superhero identifies herself as Dionysus.
7: But call me Dionysus. And here's a little something to remember me by. Gee, thanks, Dionysus. Be good.
3: I've got to go. I smell trouble with a capital T.
0: Though Planned Parenthood claimed to have their president in mind, Dionysus was the cult god of wine, drunkenness, demonic frenzies, and wild orgies. Many of his followers engaged not only in wild orgies, but like Planned Parenthood today, they engaged in human sacrifice. Dionysian worship even included eating the flesh of their sacrificial victims. Here we see Planned Parenthood presenting a man warning against sexual sin and sexually transmitted diseases. Next, we see Planned Parenthood's superhero drowning the man.
7: Now, Senator, you know that no one is above the law.
1: I am. Are not. Am, too. Are not. Am, too, am, too, am, too. let's kick it up a notch.
7: I don't think so, Senator. And now for a few special ingredients of my own. (laughs) Now, how does that feel, Senator? Great.
1: I feel cleansed. I no longer have the stench of misinformed conservatism. I-, I want all women everywhere to have the ability to choose what they do with their bodies.
8: That's more like it.
0: Johnny Hunter, the national director for the Life Education Resource Network, stated, quote, As black people begin to find out what's going on, there's a change coming. Abita King, the niece of the late civil rights leader Martin Luther King Jr., denounced Planned Parenthood's use of her uncle's words and images on its website. She stated, quote, Planned Parenthood is no stranger to deception. She said, I know firsthand because prior to my abortion, a Planned Parenthood doctor told me my baby was just a blob of tissue. Now Planned Parenthood lies by trying to imply that my uncle would somehow endorse the organization today. He most certainly would not. Avita King states that based on where her uncle Martin Luther King stood, she herself couldn't vote for a candidate who was pro-abortion.
5: Because you are not of the white race. You're a Mexican. You're you're a black Eugenics became Planned Parenthood. Where is Planned Parenthood predominantly at? Black and Hispanics neighborhood. That was also part of the population. But then you have the rulers of the darkness of this world fighting with one another and say that, you know, we got, we need slaves. Can't kill them all. I say no, but you know what? Guess what? We have to do it through deception. So they battle one another. So they what? They overturned them. But nevertheless, like the rulers of darkness always say, never let a good crisis go to waste. <laughs> Saint James, you see what? What do you yeah. see? Confusion and you see chaos. What's gonna happen after that? Implement the order. Implement their plan. They're gonna say the system is broken. See, at one time you let us do what we wanted to do. We can have intercourse and abort the baby. You can't abort the baby. God give nobody a license to sin. That's what the scripture says. Okay. The whole purpose of intimacy is to
2: procreate. You're doing it just to fulfill your lust and then after that you want to abort your child. That's murder Mm -hmm. But like they said like the rulers
5: of darkness said never let a good crisis go to waste So what do they do? They control the narrative What happened as soon as they mentioned that? You see nothing but chaos
2: and rioting all over the place The system is broken Right, so now what happens? You need a new system Mark
5: of the beast. <laughs> See yeah. how it all fits into plan? So even though they're fighting with one another, what they do have is that number one goal that they're going to continue to rule forever. So let's read Revelation chapter 17 verse 12 because, again, this is happening. This is happening right before your eyes. And they're not going to let up. Okay, they are going to drop that missile in a U.S. city, at least one for sure. Whether it's nuclear or not, yeah. soon to find out. But it's going to happen. Right. The person's name is Margaret Sanger, that demon. And she's the one that uh changed it from eugenics and it evolved into Plant Parenthood, but Plant Parenthood was funded by the Rockefellers. Okay, and then she came up with what's called the Negro Project. This is this information is out there. But you got people talking about Plant Parenthood. Revelation chapter 17, verse 12, let's read that.
1: And the ten horns. Which thou sawest are ten
5: kings. So who's this? These are the rulers of the darkness of this world. The ten horns which thou sawest are ten kings. Remember, we read Revelation chapter one verses one through three. Blessed if he that readeth, okay, and understand the words of these prophecies. This is come. This has come to pass, and continue to come to pass. And the ten horns which thou sawest are ten kings. So these twelve are ten kings. In order for you to be a king, you have to have a kingdom. And these are satanic bloodlines that rule through monarchy. And the ten horns, which are ten kings, read on. Which have received no kingdom as yet. You see, they are ten kings that have kingdoms, but they have received no kingdom as of yet. They were dealing with the plan. The rulers of the darkness of this world. What does no kingdom mean? It means that they didn't get the glory of being the rulers of their kingdom. They were not in the forefront. No one had no idea that these are the true
2: rulers of the planet Earth. They're known as the unseen hand. Nobody knows who they are. They rule behind the scenes. They have to rule through deception. So they received no kingdom as of yet They
5: didn't receive their honor They weren't glorified They weren't worshipped But what happens when you're a king, St. James? You receive all the glory All the honor of that kingdom You're the king But it says And the ten horns which thou sawest Are ten kings Which have received no kingdom as of yet They haven't received the honor And the glory And the worship Of their kingdom Why because they were ruling through deception Read on
1: But receive power As kings one hour with the beast
5: Right so They got to rule behind the scenes They have power behind the scenes The beast is talking about Satan So they was ruling with Satan They got to rule behind the scenes As the unseen force the unseen hand Now what's taking place In the time that we're living in They no longer want to be behind the scenes They want to come to the forefront. In order for that to do that, this whole world has to be turned to Satan. The whole world has to be turned to Satan. Okay? Because, again, you you hear about the children of God having household names. Michael Jordan, LeBron James. You hear about these rappers, Nas, Jay-Z. These are household names that you hear about throughout the whole planet Earth, St. James. You don't hear
2: about the rulers of darkness. Right. So they're like, you know what? America. Has become bigger than the plan.
5: You gotta do something about that. And that's gonna go into right what you're seeing right now. What are you seeing right now? America being destroyed by design. By design, St. James. You got people out there don't know what damn thing, to do, who have do not know the truth, do not know scriptures, and they tell you. Even reporters, America's being destroyed by design. Yeah, it is. Why? The question is why, because time has come for the rulers of darkness to rule.
1: Yeah. What? No, nah, come, in, come yeah. in. Yeah. no, and that's that's exactly um, what's so different, what's so special about mysteries of the Bible, and because this is something, this is a common thing you hear from a lot of different people, and they want to blame it on Biden, they want to blame it on on the administration, they want to blame it on Trump, whatever it is they 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 were there is almost. Universal acknowledgement that the system is messed up, that it is right. broken, that, all right, man, it's, it's and, it's, and they want to go right to the, to the politics as if that's going to fix the problem, right?
5: right. That's not right. going
1: to fix the problem, all right? Exactly. This
5: is all done by design. That's right. That's right. Very well said, St. James. Anything else you want to bring out? Because this, this, this thing right here is crazy.
1: Yeah, no, no, you got it, sir.
5: Yeah, very well said, uh, St. James. There's no politician that's going to be able to do anything. They're puppets, okay? They're puppets. When you're a puppet, you got somebody that's moving them strings. <coughs> who's, who's moving those strings? The rulers of the darkness of this world. And it says, and the ten horns which thou sawest are ten kings which have received no kingdom as of yet. They rule, nobody knew who they were.
2: But receive power as kings. They're the ones that rule. When they say something goes, it goes. But you ain't never know about them. You know who they are. One hour with the beast again.
5: The beast is Satan. So, reverse twelve again from the top, and we're gonna let you know who these uh ten kings are. Um, these um satanic bloodlines, these families. Again, mysteries of the Bible taught to us by the God's and comfort. Holy Apostle and Chief Apostle, Saint John. Going back decades,
2: decades, two decades plus. Saint James,
1: Revelation chapter seventeen, verse twelve. And the ten horns which thou sawest are ten kings Which have received no kingdom as yet
5: Again ten kings If you're a king then you have a kingdom If you have a kingdom you rule through a monarchy So who are these ten kings Which are these satanic bloodlines That rule behind the scenes That haven't received their glory as of yet But they want to come out in the forefront now let's, let's review who they are And the ten horns which thou sawest are ten kings Or the Ten Kings, number one, the Rothschilds. Some people have heard about them, some people haven't. They're at the top of the list. The Rothschilds. And again, like we went like we went through before. Um, these is the majority of these Amalek. Okay, we went through that before. And they have always had the desire to destroy the children of God. Even back during the time of Esther. They wanted to wipe out the whole nation of Israel. Same plan, different time period Same plan, different time period <laughs> Okay, and it goes back to them being the children of Esau And we're going to show you why that is very important That these are the children of Esau Mainly Amalek Amalek is the chief one out of all his sons Why is that important? Because we're going to show you scriptures That shows you that their kingdom is coming to an end They don't, they don't want to let go of their kingdom So Because they don't want to go, let go of their kingdom They will kill their own people And they will bomb their own city you gonna see that happen. The ten kings. Number one, the Rothschilds. Okay, if you know anything, any history about the Rothschilds, how they banked Europe, they practically lend money out to everybody. Okay, they are the richest on the planet Earth. Okay, second, the Rockefellers. The Rothschild ruled Europe and that side of the world. The Rockefellers ruled this side of the earth. This side of the earth, which is America. The Rockefellers. Okay, and there was. Embanked by the Rothschild, so they all work together. These are the ones that are that were dealing directly with Satan the Kennedys number three Order of ten kings You have one of their own members That rebelled against the plan And they made him an example. And that's gfk Okay He rebelled against them. So you know what they did they kill their own because again the plan is to rule under one And if you get in the way they'll remove you and make you a public example the Kennedys. The Astors. Another prominent rich family. Okay, the reason why we're telling you this is because uh, we've been, we've been hearing and seeing, uh, St. James lately. A lot of people trying to come out with information about, um who these, um rulers of darkness are. Um and right. they don't have the truth. You got them coming out in different shows and American Dynasty and all these other things. They're trying to tell you who they are. That's all a smoke screen. Okay, that's what it is. They don't want you, yeaah. The Gettys, the Ford, okay, these are part, that work with them, but they're not the ten horns. Okay. And we will show you that this information has been given to us two de- oh two decades ago. <laughs> we had this information. Right. So, well, this is, this is like common so, to the world. This is a mystery. Mysteries of the Bible. The ten kings, ten satanic bloodlines that did directly with Satan. These are the ones that ruled the planet earth. Again, the Rothschilds one, the Rockefellers two, the Pennies three, four is the Aster, the Aster bloodline, the Bundies. The Collins, the Duponts, okay, Dupont pretty much own Delaware. <laughs> you hear about them, Dupont Paint. So, I mean, these are prominent people, but again, you don't know who they are.
2: You don't, you hear about their name, but they're not really in the forefront as the Kings, um, the Onassis, okay, the Russells, okay, very prominent figure of the Russells is Charles Taz Russell, um, and he
5: used the one that was that started was known as the Watchtower. Or what became known as the Jehovah Witnesses That was started by an Illuministic figure His name was Charles Tass Russell So um, he's part of the Russellites Okay um, And then the Reynolds Okay. These are the ten kings So I'm going to say it again The Rothschilds, the Rockefellers, the Kennedys, the Astors, the Bundys, the Collins, the DuPont, the Onassis The Russells and the Reynolds Those are the ten kings So let's read verse 12 again And we're going to show you They want to rule in the forefront they are the ones that no longer want to rule behind the scenes this is why they're implementing their plan so they can have the whole world worship saying and they can get the glory as the kings on the planet, I mean you can't even make this stuff up St. James, they got the earth already broken up into ten regions
2: <laughs> you can't right. make this stuff up ten regions already broken up they already broken it up, how are they going to rule the earth in the
5: forefront, under Satan Verse twelve and the ten horns which thou sawest are ten kings which have received no kingdom as of yet. So they have to rule behind the scenes, but they no longer want to do that. So they want to rule in the forefront. Okay, they want to get that household name. Everybody knows these are the rulers of darkness of this
2: world. They're coming up to show the whole world that they worship Satan. Read on. But
1: receive power as kings one hour with the beast
5: right so they was ruling but again they was ruling behind the scenes the beast is satan so they no longer want to be behind the scenes now they want to come up in the forefront and this is what you see happening right now you see chaos being implemented because now is the time for they for them to get their kingdom and they're going to deceive the whole world into worshiping satan and they can come out in the forefront this is what's taking place right now read on verse
1: 13 These have one mind Read it again These have one mind
2: These have one mind What is that one mind
5: That they want to rule forever What is that one mind That they all with Satan What is
2: that one mind That they want to destroy The children of God These have one mind All of them are
5: with Satan They are the children of Satan Read on
1: and shall give their power and strength unto the beast.
5: Right, they cooperated with Satan and they did all of Satan's work and implemented Satan's plan. Verse 14.
1: They shall make war with the Lamb.
5: They're going to do what? Well. So what's the final outcome? They're going to make war with the Lamb. And St. Saint, Saint James is going to bring in that class, uh, most likely the next class God's will. They're going to try to come up and fight against the Lamb. Who's the Lamb? Jesus Christ. Let's prove that real quick. Let's go to Revelation chapter 1. Excuse me, I'm sorry, not Revelation 1. Let's go to, um St. John chapter 1, verse 29. Let's prove that the Lamb is actually Jesus Christ. So the rulers of the darkness of this world, St. James, they're gonna try to make war with Jesus Christ. If they're gonna make war with the Lamb, how is, how is Christ gonna return to bring peace to them? See that? You see how the deception is out there? It's gonna come and they're gonna get caught up if you're not reading and getting the word of God in you. Son, where you at? St. John chapter 1, verse 29.
1: The next day, John seeth Jesus coming unto him and saith, Behold the Lamb of God.
5: Behold the Lamb of God. Seeing Jesus called what? The Lamb of God. The sacrifice that was gonna sacrifice himself. For the children of israel behold the lamb of god read on
1: which taketh away the sin of the
5: world he take away the sin of the world what is that world the world of israel israel is a world without end isaiah 45 verse 17 so that world they came to save and take the sins away from is the children of israel so let's go back to revelation chapter 17 and let's read verse 14 again please
1: These shall make war
5: with the Lamb These shall make war with the Lamb So this is going to lead up to uh, that final confrontation Okay That St. James is going to go into That's going to lead into the second coming of Jesus Christ These shall make war with the Lamb Read on
1: And the Lamb shall
5: overcome them And what is the end result of them trying to make war with the Lamb And the Lamb
2: shall overcome them Read on For he is Lord of Lords He is the true Lord Talk about Lord
5: Rothschild. Man, get out of here, man. (laughs) He is the Lord of Lords. Read on.
1: And King of Kings.
5: And they want to call themselves the Ten Kings, but God is the real king. And when he comes to conquer, he's going to put all the crowns on his head. Because he is the King of Kings. All this is what? Leading to final confrontation. And they're going to get beaten. Read on.
1: And they that are with him are called. And,
5: And they that are with him. They that are with whom they that, they that are with Jesus Christ. That's us, the believers. We're called. What are we called? We're called chosen. Let's talk about us. This is where we come in. This is where you come in. This is why it's blessed for you to read. And they that are with Jesus Christ are what? They are called. What are they called? Read on.
1: And chosen.
5: Not only are they called, but they chosen. They're the chosen.
2: That's us. Read on. And faithful. And we are the faithful. Verse 15 read.
1: And he saith unto me, The waters which thou sawest where the
5: whore sitteth. Now who is the whore? That whore is talking about America. Who came and slept with all nations on the planet Earth? Who is all up in America? All nations on the planet Earth. They everything. America is a whore. <laughs> what does the whore do? She
2: sleeps with everybody. What did America to sleep with? every nation on the planet earth all types of trading taking place here in America where the whole city read on our peoples
1: and multitudes and nations and
5: tongues yeah we went over that class St. James actually taught that class at the beginning of the year it's called the great melting pot why because all nations is here like a melting pot This is identifying who America is. This is the only place on the planet Earth where you have multitudes of people and nations and tongues. St. James, you can go to one place and see every nation on the planet Earth in America. This is identifying America. This is the only place that you go to a supermarket and, and see different aisles. It says Mexican, Colombian food, Indian food,
2: Chinese food, Thailand, Italian, everything it's the only place this is identifying whole america i mean this there's,
5: there's so many scriptures that we can go into so many classes to prove to you that this is america but this is talking about america read on
1: and tongues
5: and tongues different languages this, there's so many languages here in america languages you ain't even heard you, you hear some people talking like what is that i never heard that before and i've been in america all my life you start to hear people like what was
2: that <laughs> that you hear about that in america
1: Read on. Verse 16. And the ten horns which thou sawest upon the beast.
5: Right, so the ten horns, again, remember, the rulers of the darkness of this world, the satanic bloodlines that rule behind the scenes um, that was upon the beast, which is Satan. Check this out. This is how, this is where America fits right here. Please tell me this is not talking about America. I mean, come on. This is clear. Read on. These shall hate the whore.
2: They're gonna hate the whore.
5: They hate the whore. What is the whore? Who is the whore? America. America was once their gem. Because America is what they was going to use to catapult their plan. But now America has become bigger than the plan. And people are pushing. Make America great. The opportunities that it provides to the children of God. Where you have people that don't even have high school education making millions of dollars. St. James. They're looking at this like, what the hell is this? How is God's people who we put in the ghettos who we who we made it to to make it almost impossible to get a college
2: education? And if they do, they ain't gonna get a job, because they be the last hired, the first fire, making millions of dollars,
5: playing basketball, playing baseball, rapping, football. And and then you have people that's amongst our people that's intelligent, extremely intelligent, overcome all type of odds. The opportunities that America Which is in the scriptures known as Babylon the Great Has provided For them and all type of people Has caused the ten horns to do what? And these shall do what? Read
2: that
1: part And these And these shall hate the whore
2: And they're going to hate the whore The whore is America
5: Because again they want to bring about A one world government Not America you didn't talk about make America great? Again, that's them fighting against one another. They want to rule through America, but they're saying, no, we have to rule through a one world government. Now one country is through a one world government. So it says
2: that these shall hate the whore. Read on. And shall
1: make her desolate.
2: And shall do what?
1: Make her desolate.
2: You see that? They're doing that right
5: now. They're making her desolate. America's being destroyed by design. It is happening right now. They shall make her desolate. Read on.
1: And naked.
5: And what? And naked. And naked. You see America America's being ripped away from everything. And they're being exposed. When you're naked that's your shame. So they're being exposed. And what else is going to happen? These shall hate the whore. And do what? And
1: make her desolate and naked and shall eat her flesh.
2: And eat
5: her flesh. Read on. And burn her with fire. That's exactly what's going on right now. They are being torn to pieces. They are being destroyed by design. And the burning up with fire is that missile that we're talking about. When you read the book of Revelations, um, excuse me, when you read the book of Isaiah chapter 47, our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ calls America a virgin, meaning she has never been touched by a major war invaded
2: from a foreign country. A missile has never hit America. What's going to happen? So the fact that they're actually warring
5: and going, you know, battling one another, they want to make America great. They want to rule through one world government. They said they're going to destroy America. America has become bigger than the plan, so now they have to tear her apart. And destroy her by design. This is Bible prophecy, mysteries of the Bible. This is happening right now. And you hear them talk about it. it just came out with a, what's known as a PSA, Saint James, public service Annou- announcement, right. in New York City. We've been telling you that missile's coming, okay? And that most likely it's gonna be a nuclear missile because you started to hear them talk about that now. And that was the things that we was told to look out for and when you see that happening. Know that this that this prophecy is getting ready to be fulfilled. They just, I think it was yesterday, put up a PSA in New York City. The big one has come. So what do you do? Don't stay in your cars. Go inside of a building. Get under the table. What? Like, what are you talking about? The fact that they put it into the people's mind is they're prepping them. And they're, through gradualism, they are prepping the people to accept the fact that the possibility of being hit by a missile or a nuke is going to happen. Listen, if a nuke is New York City, even if it's one megaton, you ain't you ain't escaping that. It ain't no getting on the no table, man. <laughs> you ain't that that one megaton blast is gonna go like five, six miles. And then after that the radiation is gonna go even further up. Like what are you talking about? Prepare for what?
2: They are indoctrinating you. So accept the fact that this is gonna happen. It's going to happen.
5: We've been telling you. We've been knowing about this. It's going to happen. You're going to see it happen because this is part
2: of the deception. And they're going to tell you that Christ returned after that. Right. If, if if what we're
5: telling you is something that's not a free, we, we'll, we'll put up the PSA announcement for you guys to listen to. The ones that's not in New York. Um, But for the ones to think that what we're saying is not true. That they're not going to fake the second coming of Christ. All so, oh, you guys are misinterpreting the scriptures. Guess what? They already tried to do that before. Okay.
2: Mm-hmm. They already
5: tried to do it. in the time of the Kennedy administration, when, when they was having what they call that so-called Cold War, and they was talking about nukes at that time, they tested it, or was getting ready to test it on Cuba, rather. They didn't test it. They was getting ready to test it on Cuba. That's called the Cuban Project. It has, it has another name to it. I can't remember right now, but the Cuban Project. What was the Cuban project about? It was about circulating Cuba, right? St. James, you remember this. It was about circulating Cuba and have the Cubans think that Christ has returned and that he's talking to them through some audible means. So they can, while the world, oh no, not the world, while Cuba's focusing on Christ returning, they're invading Cuba. You mean to tell me these people don't have those type of mindsets to do it? Everybody try right. to do it. They already had a plan in place to do these things. So when we, the fact that it's in the scriptures, number one, shows you that they're going to do it. Because Christ told us to be aware of these things. When they say Christ has returned, believe it or not. Because this is something that's going to be going on a major level. The word God tells you, if it were possible, it would deceive the very elect. But the fact that they're the elect, because they're chosen, handpicked picked by God... Is the reason why they're not gonna be deceived. But that deception is gonna be so big, it's gonna catch everybody off guard. They already have plans in place to do it. We'll let we'll let you listen to the clips.
1: Right. Real quick. Yeah. I just wanna say one thing too, is is that what's so amazing about this is like this is something that's absolutely believable right now. Right. When this prophecy first came out, when this was first told to us, nobody was talking about missiles. Nobody was talking about nuclear missiles. Nobody was talking about any of that stuff even possibly coming in. The the United States could possibly be touched by a nuclear missile. Nobody was talking about that. And now what do you see? Not only is it mentioned continually in the news, you got movies putting out with various threats. And you're talking about this defense system and terrorist targeting defense systems. Like These are all done for... A reason, like you said, after that, gradualism.
5: Yep, absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Um, again, we were the only ones talking about that before it was even something that came up. Prior to the to uh, what became known as the Cold War back in the 60s and the 70s, then it died down. They had big, bad Russia as, as, as the main enemy, as the main antagonist. No one was talking about anything about that. Soon as the prophecy came out that this was going to happen, now you start hearing it little by little. Now you 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 can't stop talking about it. This has become a household topic now. They are prepping you. It's, it's going to happen, and once they do it, that they're going to sacrifice a lot of people. 9/11, 911 was just a test for the big one, and, and it was amazing because when you listen to the PSA from New York City, the woman said, "The big one has hit. The big one that the whole world says if this happens it's Armageddon." The world is going to end as we know it because that's the mindset they want you to think. So when they say Christ has returned, they got you. Order out of chaos. (laughs) God is in the order of things. So if they implement their order, they're going to have you think that God is in it. But don't get, don't be deceived. Again, it was called the Cuban Project and the other name was, it was called also known as Operation Mongoose. This was in the early 1960s. Operation Mon Goose. If you think that what we're saying is not something that can happen. Number one, we ain't got to tell you about all that. Because we right. don't care about that. We believe in the word of God.
2: But see for yourself. They already tried this. And they're <laughs> going to try to tell you that, uh, that if you Doug Preston, it was, was the Antichrist.
5: And they're going to have Christ, Christ return with audible voice over Cuba.
6: During Watergate, during the Watergate investigation, it was discovered that there was a plan uh, originated in the White House to uh, surface a submarine off the coast of Cuba and paint the Second Coming of Christ over the island of Cuba using holograms, Um, which is (laughs) well within our technology today. The idea was that since there is a large Catholic population in Cuba, they would be so upset by this vision that this would saturate the communication channels, you know, the telephone system in Cuba, long enough for an invasion to take place.
3: How interesting. I never heard of that.
6: Well, I think that's, uh, you know, a classic in psychological warfare, but mm-hmm. that kind of uh, manipulation is is well understood. And I have personally investigated several apparently you know, genuine UFO cases where There was, in fact, my conclusion—the conclusion conclusion of scientists working with me—was that there was, in fact, a manipulation taking place, and that it was not a hoax on the part of the witnesses, but a hoax on the part of somebody much better organized than uh,
3: So there are possibly all of these levels going on simultaneously.
6: Today, today, with the current technology, that would be possible.
7: In October 1962. That was when the Cuban Missile Crisis almost plunged the world into a civilization-ending nuclear war. It was in this period that a military figure, renowned for his ability to think out of the box to an incredible degree, got involved in the attempts to have Castro removed from power. That man was Major General Edward Geary Lansdale. Perhaps the weirdest of all of Lansdale's strange ideas was a plan to fake a second coming of Jesus Christ in the skies over Cuba. The story can be found in a November 20, 1975 document with the lengthy title of alleged assassination plots involving foreign leaders, interim report of the select committee to study government operations with respect to intelligence activities. It contains the curious testimony of a man named Thomas A. Parrott, who died at the age of 92 in 2007. Parrott was, as the staff that run the website of the Arlington Cemetery, Note a former official with the Central Intelligence Agency and a member of several hospital boards and citizen group. Mr. Parrott spent 24 years with the CIA and was assistant deputy director for national intelligence programs. As far as Lansdale's mind-blowing idea is concerned, Parrott had this to say to the select committee in 1975. I'll give you one example of Lansdale's perspicacity. He had a wonderful plan for getting rid of Castro. This plan consisted of spreading the word that the second coming of Christ was imminent and that Christ was against Castro who was Antichrist. And you would spread this word around Cuba, and then on whatever date it was, that there would be a manifestation of this thing. And at the time, this was absolutely true, and at the time just over the horizon there would be an American submarine that would surface off of Cuba and send up some starshells. And this would be the manifestation of the Second Coming and Castro would be overthrown. For those who may not know, starshells are powerful flares used by military agencies, chiefly to light up the night skies. Lansdale didn't just bring starshells to the table, however. His plan was to recruit a crack team of U.S. Navy personnel who would be integral players in the operation. They would approach the coastal areas in fleets of small submarines, which would then project huge pictures of Jesus onto the clouds over Cuba, and as close as possible to the capital city of Havana. Lansdale was still not finished. He also planned to have compact aircraft fly with their engines muffled and hidden by those same clouds, and then broadcast the voice of Jesus via a number of powerful loudspeakers. The message was going to be clear and to the point, renounce Castro and embrace (laughs)
5: And you mean to tell me these people are not going to pull off something At this massive scale to keep their kingdom You better believe they're going to do it They're going to implement their order out of chaos Order out of chaos Again, is that something that we have to worry about? No, because out of the midst of all this chaos The real order that's going to be set up is Jesus Christ The real order that's going to be implemented Is the return of Christ and setting up the true rulers of this planet earth so there's nothing that we need to worry about but let's go back and um Tell them where you at please
1: revelation chapter 17 and verse
5: 17 read we're gonna have to speed it oh. up because we have a, a few more things to go over
1: so we just finished 16 Are we gonna do 16 again and we'll go right to um,
5: yeah do sixteen again please
1: and the ten horns which thou sawest upon the beast These shall hate the whore.
5: They shall do what? They're going to hate the whore. Who's the whore? America. They're going to hate America. They hate the opportunities. They hate everything about it. Okay? So they want to get rid of it. And they are destroying it by design. Because of what God has allowed Israel to become. To become successful in the place of their captivity. God took care of us like he always has. He's never forsaken us. And he has allowed us to flourish. When we supposed to be in captivity St. James We're supposed to be in captivity, <laughs> be in captivity. God, ha- God has allowed us to come out of The hand of the enemy And not be fully in captivity When I mean fully I mean to change So they thought that through deception Is to bind our minds And lie to us and make sure that The name of Israel was no more in our remembrance So they went that route The deception route through Satan They was told in Genesis 27 That they were going to rule by force that's how Esau was gonna kick the kingdom. But then Satan told him, Listen, <laughs> rule by deception. I am the most subtle beast. <laughs> rule through me, and you're gonna rule this planet. Earth. So this is this is what they're going to right now. Read on.
1: And shall make her desolate and naked, and shall eat her flesh and burn her with fire.
5: Yeah, and that's that missile that's gonna come and hit that American city. And hit the gem. Well, what what once was known as the gem of the Illuministic forces is not going to be destroyed by design. So they could bring about their one plan. It's clear. Chop the head off and everything else is father. Who's the head? Who's the ruler of this planet right now? America
2: as a whole. Try to destroy that, implement their plan, and bring it back under a new system. Which is the mark of the beast. Read on. For God hath put in their hearts to fulfill His will.
5: Yeah, see, see, this is what they don't understand. That God rules in the kingdom of men. That's Daniel's four seventeen. God rules in the kingdom of men. You think that they doing anything outside of God's control? You better be, you out of out of your damn. I can't even get the words. You out of your damn mind. If you think that you rule outside, you're inside of God.
2: What makes you think you're gonna get away with this? For God put it in their heart to fulfill his will. Read on.
1: And to agree. And to agree. Read. And give their kingdom unto the
5: beast. And to give their kingdom unto the beast. Read on.
1: Until the words of God shall be
5: fulfilled. Again, it goes back to the beginning of the class. Blessed is he that readeth.
2: All right, um, not, that one it. Of these, not one of these shall fail. Until the words of God shall be
5: fulfilled. Now, why is this happening now? Because prophecy has been coming to pass, and the words of God are being fulfilled. So the time is now. You want to say something to Saint James?
1: Yes, sir, Mr. Father. I mean, this right here is absolutely amazing. It's like, look, he got all these plans. They're trying to put everything up in place just to try to make sure the kingdom is going to be extended. But even the idea itself. Even the idea itself was put in their minds by God Almighty. That's right. He's not going to allow it to come into any kind of effect until what? Until the time is ready.
5: Right. He's setting them up like Pharaoh. (laughs) Hard in his heart Mm. to have the world think that who will be able to stand up against the beast?
1: That's amazing, sir.
5: Everything
1: mm -hmm. that they're doing, sir, is amazing.
5: Everything that they're
1: working on, guess what? That's why, like you said it so well, sir. <laughs> Blessed is he that it.
5: That's right. And through their chaos and their order, God is going to implement His order. So we ain't got nothing to worry about. These guys, they, they, they're, they're phonies. Um, they want to be like God. They know that God is bringing in God is bringing in the new world order, the real new world to Israel. God is sending that up. And God is doing going to get rid of a lot of people. <laughs> this is in the scriptures. But yet they want to be. The scripture says. I will be like the most high. Isaiah 14. They want to be just like God. When you read the scripture. It tells you that God is going to destroy all nations. He's going to, he's going to make an end of them. So what do they want to do. They're, they're, he's a plagiarist. He wants to be like God. Get rid of all the people. Get rid of over 90% of the population. Keep population of the earth under 500 million with perpetual balance nature or whatever <laughs> the Georgia Guidestones, which they just knocked down. <laughs> the God guide the, the men to the age of reason. Give me a break, man. God is the one that's gonna bring you down and it's gonna depopulate this earth with the wicked. It's gonna be gone, but they wanna implement their plans. Okay, that's nothing. They knocked down. You think you think that that's something that's good for us? I, I don't think so. But again, they always tell you the things before they actually do it. So when they do it, they say, Ha look, we did it. Give us the glory. We told you it was gonna happen. So you too dumb and too docile to see that. We told you we're gonna depopulate the earth. We put it right in your face. Now it's no longer there. Our plan is in motion. It's happening. You too dumb because again, what is what is their goal? Their goal is that they want to rule forever. Reverse 18.
1: And the woman which thou sawest is that great city, which reigneth over the kings of the earth.
5: What, what other city do you see on the planet Earth that's the greatest city? America. America is the, that great city. That reigneth over all the kings of the earth. Nobody can make war against America. But again, they hate the whore. And they're going to burn her with fire. So they, they, it's being destroyed by a design so it could come up under a new system. Let's go to um, Psalms chapter 49 verse 11. Because why is this happening now? Because God is going to fulfill his word. Why are they going to destroy America by design? Because they want to rule forever. They want to rule under Satan as that one world government. And they're by, and they're, and they're having internal war for one another. But nevertheless, they know that the plan has to be executed or they're going to lose their kingdom. Psalms 49 verse 11. This is this, this is what their mindset is. If you're going to tell me that this is not the word of God, that the word of God is not true.
2: We know they want to rule forever. They tell you they want to rule forever. Check this out. Psalms 49 verse 11. Read that. Their
1: inward thought is that their houses shall continue forever.
2: You see that? You got one of the Disney's. Uh,
5: put me in a cryo. Put me in a cryo. Put my body in a cryo because I know eventually we're going we're gonna to be both back up and rule forever. Yeah, give me a break. <laughs> they put this cat in cryogenesis. I think that's what it's called, cryogenesis? They put his right. body yeah, in cryogenesis. On. Been there for decades. Wake me up when we're ruling. <laughs> you think you're going to rule forever. Their thought is that they are that their houses shall continue forever. They think they're gonna rule forever. This is why they rule through monarchy. This is why they keep their bloodlines intermixed with one another. They keep it pure amongst themselves. You see Kennedy's marry, marry the Onassis and, you know, they all, rule, they all stay within the same bloodline. Satanic bloodline. Because they think that they're gonna rule forever. This is why their plans have been put in place of St. James for hundreds of years. And it's been passed down to their children, to their children, Continue with Satan's plan. Continue with Because once we do execute this
2: plan and it's fully implemented, we're gonna rule forever. And this is why they messing with all type of gene stuff, cloning,
5: all that stuff. They trying to do. they want to rule forever. Their inward thought is that their houses shall continue forever. So they think they're gonna rule forever. But guess what? They set up a lot of this information that I'm getting, uh, I'm sorry that I mentioned this earlier, for the believers is titled, Um the class taught by the Holy Ghost and Comforter, or House Divided. Okay, so a lot of this information, this understanding, rather, is coming from class titled, A House Divided. Um, and the ones that's listening out there, you gotta come in so you can understand what I'm talking about. You can get all these classes that was taught to us by the Ghost and Comforter, Holy Apostle, and Chief of our priesthood. So their inward thought is that their house is gonna continue forever. They think they're gonna rule forever. But guess what? They set up just like Pharaoh set up.
2: (laughs) They think that nobody could deal with us. We we deal with the demons. uh... Read on.
1: And their dwelling places to all generations.
5: Yeah, they feel like they're going to continue through their children. And they're going to continue to rule after them. That's what's called a monarchy. So they rule through bloodline. Read on.
1: They call their lands after their own name. See that?
5: They call their lands after their own name. So this is clear that this is talking about Esau and the rulers of the darkness of this world. Okay, they, they, once they conquer everything, they name it after themselves. You go to the land of Israel, that's supposed to be God's people. And you'll see Rothschild Street. <laughs> hmm. You go to a different part, You're Rockefeller Center. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, United nations uh donated and given by the rock you know all these things is 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 set up by them and they call their lands after their own they got a big mountain what's that called uh where they had their faces chiseled Uh, mount
1: rushmore
2: mount rushmore this is clearly letting you know that this is talking about them they went around
5: conquering everything and they start naming after them. This, this, this is their history. They, they go um, different parts of Egypt to conquer that. They call it Alexandria after Alexander the Greek. So this is showing you that they call their lands after their own names. But what is the end result of that? What is the end result of that? Verse 12.
2: Nevertheless. Nevertheless.
5: Be- nevertheless.
2: See that? Nevertheless. Nevertheless. I mean, it don't matter what you think. You think your inward thought is that you're going to continue to rule forever? But guess what? Never mind that. Nevertheless,
5: read on.
1: Man being in honor abideth not. Abideth
5: not. What is God saying? You're not going to abide forever. You're not going to last long. You're not going to stay in that position. This is what God is saying. Man being in honor abideth not. You're not going to stay in that position.
2: What's going to happen to you? You gonna perish. How are you going to perish? Read on.
1: He is like the beast that perish.
2: (laughs) You were like the beast that perish. You're going to die. Read on. Verse 13.
1: This their way is their folly.
2: Yeah, this is this is this is your foolishness. You honestly
5: really think that you're going to rule forever. And you're going to implement your plan. And you're going to start the prophecies of God. And in some kind of way, you're going to live forever. This is
2: your folly. This is your folly. Your kingdom is finished. And it's coming to its last leg. Its last toe.
5: And you are trying to expedite your plans. Because you're about to lose this earth. And who are you about to lose it to? The children of God. So you are you have a certain goal. Gender 2030. Everything has to be done. Like the Holy Ghost couple explained to us and told us that by the time 2030 hits, the mark of the beast will be fully implemented. And they are moving. Okay? And I think St. James, you're the one that told me that um,
2: the rulers of the darkness of this world actually said that they are ahead of schedule. Right, yeah. As far as their plan goes. Build back better. You have people saying they're going to abolish meat. They know they're
5: being hit with a famine. They're being judged by God. We're about to show you that right now. They're being hit with a famine. They're going to tell you, eat, eat. (laughs) They got a commercial with Nicole Kidman eating damn mealworms and pushing the agenda of eating bugs because they want to keep the food for themselves.
7: I'm Nicole Kidman, and I am going to eat a 4 course meal of bugs. I am here to reveal my hidden talent Eating micro-livestock Cornworms They're still alive
5: When the stuff hits the fan They want to keep the food for themselves Starve you out Make you eat bugs (laughs) They call you useless eaters Is that it on that? I know, sir Read on
1: Yet their, po- yet their posterity approve their sayings. Yet their what? Posterity approve their sayings.
5: Yeah, their posterity is talking about their children. Their children back up what they're saying and continue in the same plan that they have been taught by their forefathers. To continue to rule forever. Continue to rule through monarchy. Their posterity is referring to their children. And said they approve their sayings, so the plan gets passed down from their from their forefathers to their children to the children's children. This is how the ten kings, which are the ten horns, these luministic figures, rule through monarchy. their children approve their sayings, their posterity, which is their children. They back up with they're saying that they are going to continue to rule forever. This is why they continue with their plan. Is that it on that um I don't think we might have to jump around, but um.
1: La, yeah, one more, one more last part, verse
5: thirteen. All right, let's read that. Gonna, then we're gonna jump. Selah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, beautiful. Selah. <laughs> um, read for read, read verse fourteen and fifteen. Let's end off and there. We're gonna then we're gonna jump. So
1: verse fourteen. Like sheep, they are laid in their grave.
5: See, that's gonna be the, that's gonna be, that's gonna be the outcome of them. They're sheep, like sheep, they shall laid in the grave. Read on.
1: Death shall feed on them.
5: What? Death shall feed on
1: them.
2: Yeah, death shall feed on them. What's gonna feed on them? Death is gonna feed on them. And what's gonna happen? Read on.
1: And the upright shall have now to check ma- this
2: out in the what
5: the upright the upright is the righteous that's the upright the children of god the israelites why are they why are they trying to implement their plan their order out of chaos because the upright is going to have what read on shall have dominion over them Ooh, look at that hmm. they don't want that saint james they don't want the righteous the israelite the children of god the people that they call his hispanics and the n-word and you know but this that you're nothing you're the criminal element they don't want them us god's chosen people to have dominion over them read on in the morning in the morning right because they are the rules of darkness
2: the morning represents the light we are the children of the light so we come in a rule and we're coming for everybody.
5: We're going to put them in chains. And we don't have time to go up. The scriptures tell you that. We're going to have the kings
2: and queens in chains. That's you. The rulers of the darkness of this world. And we're going to have dominion over them. Read on. And their
1: beauty shall consume in the grave from their dwelling.
2: See that?
5: A <laughs> reverse routine.
1: But God will redeem my soul From the power of the
5: grave Yeah and God is going to redeem our soul from the power of the grave Read on For he shall receive me So say la. For he shall receive me The righteous, the upright say la. Praise God for that We are the ones that going to be We are the ones that's going to be delivered from death Why? Because when Christ came on the earth He conquered the worst enemy St. James Of the children of Israel What was that enemy? It was called death so even if you die in this physical
2: plane, that's not the end of you. You're going to come back and you're going to rule with God. That's the amazing thing that we look to, we have to look forward to. Let's go from there. And I say,
5: let's go to the book of Isaiah chapter 49, verse 24. Oh, we're going to try to speed it up a little bit because um, we've been going at it for a while, for a little while. Um. So... Isaiah chapter 49 verses 24, and then we, we started to get to the meat of the class. So we touched on a lot of things. We touched on the missile coming, which everybody's talking about, this new coming. We touched on what's taking place with America, which is um that she's being destroyed by design. We show you that in the scriptures. We show you why all this is happening right now, why there's so much chaos, because their orders is being established. Now we're going to show you the famine. We're going to show you the famine. It's in the scriptures. Okay, let's go to Isaiah chapter forty nine, verse twenty four, and let's go just go from there and then we go somewhere else. Isaiah chapter forty nine verse twenty four. Let's read that.
1: Shall the prey be taken from the mighty?
5: Right. So who's the prey? Who was the one that was preyed upon? We were preyed upon. Shall the prey be taken from the mighty? The prey is us, the children of Israel. The so called blacks, Hispanics, Native American, Indians, and the Israelites as throughout the four corners of the earth. Who was the one that was preyed upon? We were. Shall the prey be taken from the mighty Read on
2: Or the lawful
1: captive delivered
5: Yeah who was the one that was Lawfully put into slavery We were Why were we lawfully put into captivity Because we broke God's commandments This is the only reason why we went to slavery We were
2: Lawfully put in their custody We was lawfully Put into captivity But guess what they did They furthered the affliction So that's a question mark. Is the lawful captive delivered? Read on. But thus saith the Lord.
5: But thus saith who? The Lord, our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Read on. Even the
1: captives of the mighty shall be taken away.
5: Yeah, we're going to be what? We're going to be taken away. We're going to be delivered. So even though it doesn't look like that's going to be happening right now, Have that patience because we are going to be delivered through much tribulation shall you enter to the kingdom of God. Even though it looks like we're the criminal element, it looks like we're the worst and they want to call us all these, oh, we should have kept them in the chains. And they try to be able, they don't, they, they, all they do is put us in the forefront, but they don't show you how they bombed the whole damn land somewhere and destroyed all their kids and sacrificed their kids and break their children and, and decimated the whole land. They don't tell you about that, how they destroyed millions of lives, but they're going to put Israelites Who's put in an environment to be evil We don't condone evil Evil is evil regardless And God is going to get That individual for being evil But the fact that they're promoting our people That's the worst Is showing you that they have an agenda behind that St. James <laughs> They don't tell you how they go out to these different lands And just bomb the whole land Take over the whole land Break the women Kill the children I don't tell you about that <laughs> But they want to tell you about the Israelites And every paper you look You start hearing about our people You see you should have kept them in the cage That's how they think about us they, they, But guess what? They're going to see us rise And they're going to see that we're the righteous And we are going to be delivered St. James, anything you want to say on that?
1: Uh, no, sir Got it, sir Let's continue reading Middle of verse 25 For well, I will contend with him That contended with thee
2: Ooh, You see
5: that? So we ain't got nothing to worry about Remember when we went through that earlier Is there is there anything that we need to worry about Well. The rulers of the darkness of this world Is implementing their plan through chaos Is there anything that we need to worry about God said I will contend with him That contend with you They're coming after us They're trying to kill us as a people But God said I'm going to contend with him That contends with you Read on
1: And I will save thy children
5: Look at that Damn I will save thy children is what God said
2: See what the Lord is saying. He said, I'm going to save you. Read on.
1: Verse 26 And I will feed them that oppress thee with their and I own
5: will feed... I'm sorry. I... No, no, no. Finish it. Finish it.
1: <laughs> and I will feed them that oppresses thee with their own flesh.
5: You see that? Their own flesh. So again, they're warming one another. They're going at each other. And I will feed them that op- oppressed
2: us. Who was our oppressors? Let's go back into history. He said, I will feed them that oppress you with their own flesh. God is the one that's going to be the reason that's going to actually
5: cause the rulers of darkness to be war with one another. And they're going to be making mistakes.
2: And their kingdoms going to fall. Let's go from there. To Matthew 12 verse 26. Come, let them know you at Matthew
1: chapter twelve verse twenty six. And if Satan cast out Satan,
5: read verse twenty five. I'm sorry, verse twenty five and twenty six.
1: And Jesus knew their thoughts and said unto them, Every kingdom divided against itself is brought to desolation.
5: So you see that they're they're warm one another, and if you're warm with one another, that kingdom's going to come down, and God is causing that to happen. This is why they're causing confusion among themselves and chaos. And within their chaos, they're trying to bring in their order. But God is causing all these things to happen. Every kingdom that's divided against itself is brought to desolation. Read on.
1: And every city or house divided against itself shall not stand.
5: Right. So it ain't no house going to stand if it's not together in oneness. If they're going at each other and they're still trying to rule, they're going to fall. No matter how powerful they are, they they're not together as one. They're gonna fall. Look at the children of Israel. When the children of Israel were not together, we split as a kingdom. We fell. <laughs> you know, that's that's just what it is. So they're gonna fall, and God is causing these things to happen because He's gonna feed them with their own flesh.
2: But From there, um, we're gonna have to start doing some jumping around. Um, let's go from there to Second Ezra chapter six, verse thirteen. We're gonna end it off in Second Ezra six thirteen on down. This this is, this is
5: where we're gonna share what's happening. Right now, without a shadow without. this is gonna be the icing on the cake. For those of you who have who have not heard us before, we just we just revealed a lot of mysteries. This is gonna be another one right here. You gonna you're gonna see. You see just the food shortages, the famines, you ain't seen nothing yet. It's, it's coming. For all for all of you who think that what we're saying is just uh ah, you gotta misinterpret. Okay, go look up Lake Mead. <laughs> go look up Lake Mead and go look up Lake Powell. There
8: is no water. This is Lake Mead one of the largest reservoirs in the United States. The water level in Lake Mead has been declining for more than three decades, and has dropped a record 160 feet since these satellite images were taken just 20 years ago. The problem has been caused by a prolonged drought in the southwestern United States, causing the reservoir to stand at just 27% of its total capacity. This has created an array of different problems, affecting many different industries. But now the question remains if Lake Mead can actually be saved, and how its current status will impact this region of the United States. To answer this, we first need to understand just how important Lake Mead is to the states in the southwestern part of America. Currently, Lake Mead supplies water to California, Arizona, and Nevada. California is the largest consumer of Lake Mead's water, mainly due to its large population and agricultural industries. In all, Lake Mead supports more than 25 million residents across this region of America. In addition to supplying these southwestern states with water, Lake Mead is also centered in between both the Hoover Dam and the Colorado River. Therefore, the water from the Colorado River flows into Lake Mead as a holding reservoir, until it reaches the Hoover Dam. The Colorado River contributes close to 97% of Lake Mead's total water. Throughout the past 20 years, the Hoover Dam has dropped from being more than 1,200 feet above sea level to today being just over 1,040 feet above. If this level continues to drop below 1,000 feet, it would affect the dam's ability to operate its hydropower turbines. As the Hoover Dam's ability to produce electricity is heavily dependent on the water levels of Lake Mead, the power output of its generators have been reduced by 33% in the past year. More than 1.3 million people rely on the Hoover Dam for electricity, and this decrease in production will cause an array of problems for this entire region. While this is just one of many major problems these water shortages are causing, one of the most complex issues is the rights to Lake Mead's water. Each of these states in the southwestern region of America have rights to use the water in Lake Mead. California currently controls 56.4% of the water rights to both Lake Mead and the Colorado River. Arizona controls just above 38%, and Nevada controls the least, being just above 3%. Since these three states control the rights to the water, there has been disagreement in this time where water levels are dropping to extreme levels. Therefore, water cuts will be put in place with a goal of preventing Lake Mead from reaching deadpool status. The federal bureau of reclamation is asking states to conserve between 2 and 4 million acre feet of water. Just to keep Lake Mead and Lake Powell out of critically low territory, going into 2023. And this has come at the expense of many states in this region. California has the largest population in America, and cannot afford to take a massive water cut. States such as Arizona are also not in line with cutting such a large amount of water consumption, as nearly 74% of the state's water goes towards the agriculture industry. While Arizona and Nevada are cutting back on their consumption, California has barely cut back at all, stating that they have most of the rights to this water and should not have to cut back as much as the rest of the states. But all of this has caused the disagreement as to why certain states are cutting more of their water consumption than others. Nevertheless, many have stated that California will be forced to cut back on their water consumption in order to meet the water conservation goals set by the Federal Bureau of Reclamation. As we can see, Lake Mead is much more than just a water supply reservoir. Its impact on the electricity generation in the Hoover Dam is also causing many problems in various different industries. Therefore, is it possible for Lake Mead to be saved, and can its decline actually be reversed? To understand if Lake Mead can be saved, we need to take a look at the historical data of this reservoir. Lake Mead has been declining for years, and has dropped by more than 100 feet in just the past 20 years. Additionally, the ongoing droughts in the southwest are only worsening the water crisis, and causing the levels to drop even lower. Satellite imagery between 2021 and 2022 shows just how much of this water has been lost in just one year's time. Although the reservoir has been steadily declining, the US Bureau of Reclamation announced two separate projects with a goal of replenishing Lake Mead. The first of which is the release of water from the Flaming George Reservoir into the Glen Canyon Dam. This will increase the water level at the dam and allow more to be released into the Colorado River, which will eventually go downstream into Lake Mead. The plan aims to add nearly 1 million acre-feet of water to Lake Powell over the next 12 months. While this is just one of the efforts to replenish Lake Mead, its full effect has yet to be fully understood, as the plan was just announced in July of 2022. Additionally, water cuts from both the Colorado River and Lake Mead have become much more widespread throughout the past few years, with the goal of conserving as much water as possible. Officials have stated that they are monitoring the current forecast for water levels of Lake Mead, and will use them to determine water cuts for 2023. Currently, the U.S. Bureau of Reclamation has stated that Lake Mead stands at a Tier 1 shortage, being around 1,050 feet of elevation. This is nearly at the criteria of becoming a tier 2 shortage, which would cause an array of different problems for states such as California. If the forecast drops below 1,045 feet, all of the southwestern states would be forced to cut their consumption from both the Colorado River and Lake Mead. Experts from the borough have predicted that Lake Mead will reach a tier 2 level by 2023, and a tier 3 level possibly in 2024. While the current state of Lake Mead is dire, a tier 3 shortage is something that could have extreme consequences for this region. These water cuts could extend beyond agricultural industries, and affect household and industrial water usage. While all of this paints a dire picture for the next few years of Lake Mead, we need to note that these studies are based off of historical data, and have been revised multiple times. As the droughts throughout the southwestern part of America continue throughout the next few years, the water consumption in this region is poised to increase. While the federal government and US Bureau of Reclamation have proposed a number of plans and initiatives to try and save Lake Mead, it's unclear if these bold plans are even remotely possible. Will limiting water consumption in this region allow Lake Mead to replenish its water supplies? Will the water from Lake Powell be able to keep up with Lake Mead's rapidly deteriorating conditions? And the biggest question of them all, can Lake Mead's decline actually be reversed? Many questions remain unanswered, and therefore only time will tell what the future of Lake Mead really turns out to be. While many states in the southwestern part of America rely on Lake Mead, California's water distribution network is unlike any other state in the country. And it's one of the most complex in the entire world.
5: OK, these these are our reservoirs that are supposed to feed us. So when there's no water, tell me how people's going to survive, St. James, <laughs> there's a drought. OK, there is such a bad drought that they put restrictions on how much water you can use when you go to the West. There's people leaving California by the truckload. You can't even get a U-Haul truck. He was <laughs> leaving by the truckload. This is happening right now. The Lake Mead is down at a historic level and it continues to go down. All this is connected to the Hoover Dam and the Hoover Dam is supposed to be supplying water to different parts of the states. So what's going to happen when there's no
2: water? There's already no food. Go into the supermarket, see what you're going to get. Food is limited and prices are going up. You think the famine ain't coming? This is already in play. Let's read about that. 2nd Ezra chapter 6
1: verse 13. Read 6 or 16. I'm sorry,
2: sir. 2nd um, Ezra chapter
5: 6
1: verse 13. 6. 2nd Ezra chapter 6 verse 13. So he answered and said unto me, Stand upon thy feet and hear a mighty sounding voice.
5: Okay, so this mighty sounding voice, is this is the prophet Ezra who heard the angels speak. And when he heard the angels speak, he heard him as a mighty sounding voice. Read on.
1: And it shall be, as it were, a great motion.
5: Yeah, like if it was a great motion. So this it, it, it is actually talking about, great motion is movement. But it, this is talking about how the angel came and actually spoke. And when the angel came and actually spoke to Ezra, he's about to give him some information. That information that he's going to give Ezra is information that's happening right now. This is why this verse, these scriptures, right? is extremely important. So when he said he stood upon his feet and he heard a mighty sounding voice. And it had great motion. Let's talk about the angel. How do we know that? Because these how the angel speaks. Let's go to the book of Revelation chapter one verse fourteen, real quick. Let's prove that. I'm sorry, Revelation chapter fourteen verse one. I reversed it. Sorry, Revelation chapter fourteen verse one. And let's prove that this uh, mighty sounding voice and this great motion is actually talking about the angel coming to speak to him. Revelation chapter fourteen, read verse one
1: and two. And I looked. And lo, a lamb stood on the Mount Zion.
5: So we know that lamb is who our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Read on.
1: And with him in 140 and 4,000.
5: That's the chosen. That's the government. That's the leaders. Read on.
1: Having his father's name written in their foreheads.
5: And one of the blessings of being the 144,000 is that you have the name of God the Father in your forehead. And you are guaranteed everlasting life. Reverse verse
1: 2. They heard a voice from heaven. As the voice of many
5: waters So again that voice that, that he heard from heaven That John the Revelator heard from heaven Was as the voice of many Waters you see that many Waters read on
1: <clears throat> And as the voice of a great thunder
5: And as the voice of a great thunder Read on And I heard the voice of harpers harping with their harps So again so that voice from heaven was like The voice of many waters so What is this letting you know this is basically telling us That that great motion that that great movement That was heard by the prophet Ezra. Was the sound of many waters Like rushing waters It's talking about how the angel came and spoke to Ezra So let's go back to 2nd Ezra chapter 6 And let's read um, verse 13 again
1: So he answered and said unto me Stand up upon thy feet And hear a mighty sounding voice Read on And it shall be as it were a great motion
5: See so that great motion Read on
1: but the place where thou standest shall not be moved.
5: Right, so it's, it's, it was going to sound like moving waters, that great motion. But Ezra was hearing this, but he wasn't actually moving. It was going to think as if he was moving, but he was not moving. He was standing still in the place where he was getting the vision. Because this is talking about how powerful the angel comes when he comes to speak to you, that great motion. Read on. Verse 15.
1: And therefore, when it speaketh, be
5: not afraid. You see that? Because you see how it came to him? That's why I said, therefore, when it speaketh, be not afraid. So don't be afraid. Giving you a heads up. Don't be afraid. When the angel comes and speaks to you, do not be afraid. This is not the voice of a great motion that's coming up against you. It's being told to him. But what is it? It is the word of prophecy. It is the word of prophecy that's being spoken to Ezra. Read on
1: for the word is of the end.
5: See that? For the word is what?
1: Of the end. The word
5: is of the end. And we're in the second book of Ezra, which again is part of the Bible, 14 books um, that's intact with the Bible, that complete the Bible. You can still get the King James Version of 1611 with all 80 books. The information that's in these books is amazing. And a lot of it is leading to the time where we're at right now. Prophecy after
2: prophecies. Um, so, for the word is of the end. Read on, Saint James. It's so sorry. No, that's all right. For the word is of the end,
1: and the foundation of the earth is understood.
5: Right. So the beginning of the earth was understood by how God made everything. How did God made everything? He made everything. He made everything through Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ said that it was made by Him, and by Him alone. And through Him is all things gonna come. To an end So they understand how things started in the beginning St. James But the end is what they don't know The end is what they don't understand How is it going to end? Christ said I am the beginning and the end the first and the last That's 2nd Ezra 6 and 1 Read
1: And he said unto me In the beginning when the earth was made Before the waters of the world stood Forever the winds blew before it thundered and lightened, or ever the foundations of paradise were laid. Before the fair flowers were seen, or ever the movable powers were established. Before the innumerable multitude of angels were gathered together.
2: Mm.
1: Or ever the heights of the air were lifted up. Before the measures of the firmament were named. Or ever the chimneys in sign were hot. Right. And, ere were, and, and ere the present years were sought out or ever the inventions of them that now sin were turned before they were sealed that have gathered faith for a treasure. Then did I consider these things and they all were made through me alone.
5: So Christ said they all were made through him. So the things that understood in the beginning is how everything was made. It was made through Christ understood. Read on.
1: And through none other. By me also they shall be
5: ended. But what they don't understand is of the end. How is things going to come to an end? Go back to 2nd Ezra chapter 6 and go down to verse um 15 again. I'm sorry. Yeah, 15.
1: And therefore, when it speaketh, be not afraid. For the word is of the end.
5: Yeah, the word is of the end. How is things gonna, How are things going to come to an end? Read on.
1: And the foundation of the earth is understood.
5: Read on. And why? Now why? Now why is Ezra saying these things? Why? I'm excuse me. Why are these things being told to Ezra not to be afraid? Why be not afraid? Read on.
1: Because the speech of these things trembleth and is moved.
5: Because the speech of these things trembling and is moved. Because why? Because these things is talking about prophecy. Do not be afraid of this. This is what's being told to him. Do not be afraid of the voice that is the sounds of many waters in great motion that's trembling and that's moving because this is talking about prophecy. And when you hear prophecy, it causes you to tremble. Read on.
1: But it knoweth the end of these things must be changed.
5: So you see, it's like we said earlier, St. James, is there anything that we need to worry about? All right. Nope. There's nothing that we need to worry about. Because it says, for it know that the end of these things must be changed. We're at the end. And we're seeing the rulers of the darkness of this world implementing their plan. Ain't nothing that we need to worry about. For we know that the end of these things must be changed. Things cannot continue the way they are. This is what the angel is telling Ezra. is giving them this prophecy. Read on.
1: Verse 17. And it happened that when i had heard it i stood up upon my feet and hearkened and behold there was a voice that spake and the sound of it was like the sound of many waters and it said
5: right, right. so let them know how great that motion was like the sound of moving rushing waters read on and it said behold the days come that's coming that's 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 now behold the days come read on That I will begin to draw nigh. So this is the angel speaking on the behalf of God. And God is saying. Behold the days come. When I will begin to draw nigh. And I will begin to come near. Read on.
1: And to visit them that dwell upon the earth.
5: Yeah God is going to visit them that dwell on the earth. Now how is he going to
2: be doing this? He's going to be doing this through plagues. And great judgment. Let's go to the book of Isaiah chapter 29 verse 6. We're almost coming to the end of this. Isaiah chapter 29 and read verse 6. Again,
5: we're about to show you the things that's happening right now. How is God going to visit the earth? Through great judgment and plagues. Read.
1: Thou shalt be visited of the Lord of hosts with thunder.
5: Yeah, thunder is, is the way God visits us. Read on. And
1: with earthquake.
5: Again, letting you know great judgment through earthquakes. Read on.
1: And great noise.
5: And great noise. Read on. With storm and tempest. With storm and tempest. Read on.
1: And the flame of devouring fire.
5: So the Lord is letting us know that the days is coming where he's going to be showing his power. What does this all represent? It represents power. He's going to be bringing power on the planet earth. These days is coming where he's going to be playing the earth and showing his power. Go back to 2nd Exodus chapter 6 and read verse 19 on that.
1: And will begin to make inquisition of them.
5: Yeah, and God is going to do what? Well. He's, he's going to begin to make When he visits them on the earth He's going to begin to make inquisition Which means what? Inquisition of them Which means what? It means to find out and punish This is what inquisition means When he shall begin to make inquisition of them To find out and punish You know
1: What they be that have hurt unjustly Yeah what
5: they did What they did that have hurt unjustly The days is coming when God is going to make them pay St. James for everything that they have done He's going to make them pay What they be They have hurt unjustly Read on With
1: their unrighteousness
5: With their what? With their unrighteousness Read on
1: And when the affliction of Zion shall be fulfilled Yeah
5: now the affliction of Zion is fulfilled God is no longer at war with us So what is this letting us you know? What is this letting us know? That according to the words of God According to the prophets That these things are going to be fulfilled the children of Israel is going to get out of captivity And we're going to be resting And God's word is going to be fulfilled Read on
1: Verse 20 And when the world that shall begin to vanish away Shall be finished
5: Right so we see the world beginning to vanish away And what is that world that you see to begin vanish away Is that ancient world That old world Antiquities What's causing it to be vanishing away The technology that you see set up So when you go to these different lands You no longer see A lot of these lands having ancient rules like it once used to. Because that old world is starting to vanish away and what's being implemented is this new world with this new technology. They have all these things that implemented smart cities and different things of that nature. That's gonna be all tied into that high mind of the market of the beast. So they're getting rid of that ancient world. Okay, he's giving us evidence in scriptures, visual evidence that when you see these things happening, what they call the ancient world, when you see when you start seeing that vanish. Know that we're in that time, and that's the time we're in right now. You're starting to see McDonald's pop up in different places where you've never heard McDonald's pop up out of. They're implementing their technology, the smart cities, all these things are being implemented right now. AI, all these things happening because that ancient world is starting to vanish away. That old world, read on,
1: shall be finished. Then will I show these tokens?
5: Now the tokens is talking about why Now you're gonna see what. Token represents a sign, a sign to do what? To represent something. Read on.
1: The book shall be opened before the firmament.
5: Right. So now, when you start seeing the old world vanish away, and it shall be finished, know that God is going to give you these tokens which is a sign. Now is the time for Israel to get out, get out of captivity. When you begin to see the world change, know that this is the time. And when the world that shall begin to vanish away shall be finished, then will I show these tokens. A token is a sign to represent something. Read on.
1: The book shall be opened
5: before the firmament. Yeah, the firmament is talking about the sky. And the book shall be opened before the firmament. Now, what does that talk about? That means that God is going to show signs in the heavens. (laughs) Another mystery. St. James, God is going to be showing signs in the heavens. Guess what? For them to read. For
2: them to read. Go to the book of Luke, chapter 21, and verse 25. And a lot of you have been hearing about that lately because that's the sign. Start so hearing about
5: super moons, blood moons. All these things happen and has been happening at a rapid rate. St. James. More recently, right? As of last A
2: few years ago. Right. Supermoon after supermoon after supermoon. What is that? These are the signs in the heavens. The book shall be open before the firmament. So the firmament again is talking about the sky.
5: The sky is letting you know that God is going to be showing them signs in the heavens for them to read. Book oh, uh, excuse me. The book of Luke, chapter 21, and read verses 25 and 26. Read that
1: there should be signs in the sun and in the moon.
5: You see that signs in the sun and in the moon. You hear about super moons. Signs in the sun and in the moon. Read on.
1: And in the stars. Read on. And upon the earth, distress of nations. With perplexity, the sea and the waves
5: roaring. So this is letting you know that God is going to send them signs. And when they see these signs, it's letting them know that God is getting ready to come. What do these signs represent? It represents impending
2: doom. So when they see these signs in the heaven, they're going to be reading it, and they see that doom is coming. <laughs> doom is coming. And again, if this is not talking about the time we talking about, St. James,
5: what's been happening in the last few years? Nobody ever heard about a blood moon or a super moon right. prior to a few years ago. There was a super moon that happened when um in the 1940s, but you hear about it here and there. But as recently, super moon after super moon after super moon. Blood moon, super moon. These are signs in the heavens. This is to let them know impending doom is coming. This is why they're scared. They're afraid. They're trying to implement their plan. They're trying to rule. They know that we're next. Is that it on that? Okay, verse 26.
1: Men's hearts failing them for fear.
5: You see, they're scared. This is why we have nothing to worry about. While they're trying to implement their plans for their chaos and they're expediting their ahead of schedule, they're reading signs. Men's heart failing them for fear. Read on.
1: And for looking after those things which are coming on the earth.
5: Yeah, so this is talking about the rulers of the darkness of this world, the ones we just mentioned. The ones that actually have their demon, their warlocks. What is a warlock? A warlock is a male witch. The ones that have their warlocks actually reading the heavens, reading the signs. When God opens up the firmament and the books is open, like we read in Ezra's, meaning He's going to give them something to read in the sky. What happens when you open up a book? There's words in the book. So, what is that letting you know? They're going to be reading the signs. In the sky, God's going to be putting these signs up there for them to read. So, let them know what? Get ready. Impending doom is coming. Get on.
1: For the powers of heaven shall be shaken.
5: Yeah, for the powers of heaven shall be sh- shaken. Let's go back to Second Ezra chapter six and let's verse twenty on down. And we are coming to a conclusion. We're gonna to try to speed this up a little bit. There's a lot of information that we can go into some more, but you know, we get into the meat of this. Second Ezra chapter six, verse twenty-two.
1: And when the world, <coughs> excuse me.
5: Verse Second Andrew chapter six twenty
1: two. And suddenly shall the sown places appear unsown.
5: I'm sorry. Where, where did we leave off for? Uh, verse twenty. So go to verse twenty one. I'm sorry.
1: And the children of a year old shall speak with their voices. The woman. I'm with sorry. Child. Verse twenty.
5: Verse twenty. read verse twenty.
1: And when the world that shall begin to vanish away shall be finished. Right. Then will I show these tokens.
5: Again, a token is what? A, a token is a sign. Read on. The book shall be opened before the firmament. The firmament is the sky. And the books that's going to be opened is letting them know that God's going to be putting something in the sky for them to read. Signs. Letting them know what? Pending doom's coming. God's about to put a curse on them. And this is for the rulers of the darkness of this world. This is for you. Read on.
1: And they shall see all together.
5: All of them, they're going to see it through these warlocks that they have set up. Read on.
1: And the children of a year old shall speak with their voices.
5: Another mystery. (laughs) This is mysteries of the Bible. And the children of a year old shall speak. Read on. With their voices. So now what is God doing here? A children, children of a year old. Tell me this is not happening today. What is God doing? This represents God speeding up time. He's speeding up time. Because he knows that the plans of the rulers of the darkness of this world is to destroy all flesh and to get rid of them. And keep the earth for themselves So what is God doing? He's not allowing a lot of time to go by For these things to happen So he's speeding it up He's causing the time to be short So he's causing things to happen That wouldn't normally happen It says, and the children of a year old Shall speak with their voices Now that's not, that's not telling us That they're going to actually be Saying whole sentences and whole
2: paragraphs But this is letting us know That they're going to be forming words and normally, St. James, you wouldn't be doing that at one-year-old. So this is letting you know that
5: God is speeding up the time. Read on.
1: And the children of Europe shall speak with their voices. The woman with child shall bring forth untimely children Again, of
5: th-
1: Go ahead. of three or four months old.
5: Me- meaning that this will happen before nine months. The woman with child will bring forth untimely children. Which means what? That the women will be having children before nine months Why? This represents God is speeding up everything The spirit of the child is not supposed to come until nine months I mean until six months But they're going to be having children before that You just said it Three, four months You're not supposed to be That child is not supposed to be surviving How many cases, St. James, do you hear about women having children now At three, four months? Mm Mm-hmm if we're not in that time, then tell me what the scriptures talking about. We right in that time. This is all and you know. Prophecies coming to pass.
2: For the women with child shall bring forth untimely children of three or four months. And what's going to happen? Read on. And what's going to happen? And it lets you know the scriptures, and they shall live. They're going to be raised up. This is what we see happening right now This is what's
5: known as Premature babies Babies of three months old Four months old Now what is it saying Why is it saying that they're going to live Because they're not supposed to live The spirit is not supposed to go In the body at that point But God is allowing this to happen Because he's speeding up time The Lord is causing these things to happen a lot earlier Because he is speeding up time Because again, his goal is to kill everybody And if his goal is to kill everybody God has to speed up the time And that's actually within the scriptures St. James, are you with me? Yes, sir Mm -hmm. Alright, let's go to Mark chapter 13, verse 19 and 20 real quick To show you how God is actually cutting the time short Because if you don't cut the time short, then no flesh will be saved This is why God is causing everything to be speeded up. You you have premature babies being born three, four months. You have children at one year old forming sentences. God is speeding up time. Mark chapter 13 verse 19.
1: For in those days shall be affliction.
5: For in those days shall be affliction. What affliction? Read on.
1: Such as was not from the beginning of their creation.
5: So we're talking about something that's going to be happening on the earth, which is happening right now. That has not happened since the beginning of creation Read on
1: Which God created unto this time Read on Neither shall be
5: Right, this is letting you know That this is the worst time ever on the planet Earth St. James There has been no time like the time that we are witnessing right now It is so bad on the planet Earth That it's going to take days just to go into everything that's happening L-G-B-T-Q Which equals H-E-L-L (laughs) <laughs> all this <laughs> is happening right now. people are having no all type of sex change. This wasn't happening before. fornication is off the hook. murder's off the hook Everything that's against God is what's presidents right now. so this is letting you know that this is the worst time ever. Read on
1: and accept those days. sorry we God created to so this time neither shall be verse twenty and accept. That the Lord has shortened
5: those days And accept that the Lord has shortened those days Read on How is God going to be shortening those days? By making things happen sooner Than it originally happened Like we just read in 2nd Ezra. Read on No flesh shall be saved No flesh shall be saved So Because he understands the plan To kill everybody So because he knows that he's going to make the time short Read on
1: But for the elect's sake Whom he has chosen he has shortened the days
5: so this is why god is just speeding up everything god is speeding up everything because the time is now
0: but we speak the wisdom of god in a mystery i want you to understand it. it's a mystery we speak the wisdom of, the of, the god, wisdom of god in a mystery it's it it mystery
6: it's a mystery
1: because
3: it is given unto you. Read to know the mystery. Mystery, even a mystery, hid from ages through history, generations, but now is made manifest to his saints, the nation. Victory. You're listening to, listening to,
4: the mysteries of his blog
5: Now, since mysteries of the Bible has been on the air, uh, our main goal was to establish truth according to
2: God.